welcome to the first ever episode of... My, my name's Tom. Yes, and my name's Ross. Hi, hi Ross. Hello, Tom. How are you? You all right? I'm, I'm excellent, thank good, you. Good, good. We just wanted to just get together and do like a gaming podcast, you know. So, like I say, we just thought we'd get together and, and just record each other talking and, and see see what happened. It's what we're going to do, isn't it? Yeah, yes. It's, it's good, 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 a good yeah, idea. I'm having a really... Really strong deja vu, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, really strong deja vu. Ha! It's not really the first ever episode, is it, Roz? Nah. Uh, nah. Isn't it funny? <laughs> isn't it funny when things like that happen? I don't know if it's funny, but no. it's something. Was it, a, was it a prank? Was that a prank? A little... Yeah. Did we, just, we, did, we, did we just prank the head crabs? Possibly. I wouldn't have anyone fell for that. We'll, we'll find out when we, the complaints come in through Ofcom. I like the way you sounded like your balls were higher up when you were talking. <laughs> like the older you get, the lower your balls get. Mm-hmm. And the bigger your ears get and nose. Well, and I'm fucked because I didn't think they could get any bigger. No, you don't have big ears. Come oh, on. you're talking about big balls. Big hanging balls. Do your balls hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? Can you throw them over your shoulder like a regimental soldier? Do your balls... Hang low. Wow. That's what I like about you, Tom. After 50 episodes, yeah? 48. 48 episodes. Yeah. You still surprise me. Yeah. So here's to you. I've got a dimple. Oh, hang on, shall we just do in the middle? Yeah. Oh, it's dangerous. It's really dangerous, that was. It is with... Yeah, what? I was going to say, imagine if that exploded. No, I'd rather not. Yeah. Don't put, yeah. Don't put your... Sorry, carry on. Don't Obviously. put your hurt on me. <laughs> Um, not only is it with 48th episode, it's also our fourth birthday. And part one of 48, part one of the 48th episode, is our 100th release. Oh, is it? So together, we've got together and we've released 100 times. <laughs> and we've also recorded a podcast 100 times. <laughs> so to celebrate those three uh, momentous, what is it three? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, what we've done is nothing. All right. So there you go. But what's well, you th- know, as a relationship carries on, you tend not to like really care about how long it's. Yeah. All I can remember is being in your presence <laughs> with a microphone, <laughs> having to talk about a name things. Yeah. And that's what we're going to carry on doing, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Till it's over. What's till everything's over? Yeah. We'll be the last two beings on the planet. We still probably wouldn't be the most popular podcast. <laughs> on Apple Podcast. Hey. <laughs> Um, what's the theme though? You tell me, Tom. Okay. Well, because we did that little jokey prank sort of thing at the start, the, the, the theme is time, time travel. Time uh-huh. travel. So that was the idea. That was a little bit of a jokey prank, you know, making people think it was the first episode, like we traveled through time. I just like to explain the jokes because, you know, they're a little bit obscure sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's time travel. So time is moving on. We're getting older every year. So the real inspiration for this episode is wanting to cease the relentless march of time and turn back the clock before it's too late. Oh, well, that's kind of heavy. Or is it just because it was suggested by Retro Mikey following some of the throwaway comments and jokes made in the last episode when we when Tim Cop was here and we made a couple of time travel jokes? Well, you did. Yeah. When someone do, made an impression of me did as well. Yeah. He was, yeah, marginally better looking, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Marginally. Well, I'm getting less handsome. No, you're like a fine wine. <laughs> wine. 
I'll have some wine later, won't we? Oh, yeah. You've kindly offered to give us some wine. Why? <laughs> uh, I've just watched the uh, cream pie episode of um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, thank God. Yeah. That just jumped into my mind there when you said why. And right. I just thought I've got, I wanted to say I've got a cream pie for you for some reason. Shit. Well, that's because of that's that episode of jumped into me. Uh, <laughs> that's what you've got to do, isn't it? When you... What's coming up in this episode? Coming cream pie. Oh, Ross, that's disgusting. I'll tell you what's coming up. <laughs> Part one, uh, we've got a message from Chris Dubbs. Nice. AKA, we've got a nickname from him, haven't we? We came up with it. Did the, we come up with it last time? The Dubs Master General. No, remember the community challenge when he won it and we couldn't think of a name, the name of a person. Well, we've got it. All right. Uh, we've got some gaming news and chat. Uh, the Gonox player. That's going to be in part one instead of part two. It sometimes sits in part two, but this Whoa. time it's in part one. Uh, we've got the community challenge results and a Sensi Soaks update, question mark? Oh, yes, yes. Yes. All right. Uh, in the second part, we have a message from the future. Oh, no. Because <laughs> the future, oh, no. I don't think the future is going to be good. Yeah, it's bleak. It's looking bleak. It's scary, I know. Uh, we've got this month's time travel themed Inside Ross's Mind segment. Yes. The head crabs. We thought they'd done well with Ghost Zoo. Oh, 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 oh. oh good. Oh, lordy. Hopefully soon I can just rest my mind. Wow. And just cash in all these, you know. I could go to Spielberg and say, make films like, about this. Cash in your uh, mind chips. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we'll be talking for ages about time travel movies and games and in it. Yeah. Um, that was me trying to be sound cool. Ages, eons. That's oh, a time no. thing. Isn't I always it? think eons is a good like sounding thing, isn't it? It's yeah. like like a black metal band would go the eons of purgatory. I don't know no, if that no, would work. No, I mean, that, that would Do any black metal names work though? I mean, do, do, do they? Um, but the bad have you seen how the word eons is spelt or spelled? Uh, yes. Mad, isn't it? It's like a e o n s. But this is a man that probably got something wrong with us. I've got something wrong. So quite a lot of words are mad. I don't think you've got anything wrong with you, Ross. Oh, everything's Delightful. I'm hoping to like go on the sick for the rest of my life. Everything's on the right side or right. Shall we plod on with this podcast? Aye. Plod on the march, the plod on through time. Mm-hmm. That's what you do, isn't it? You plod on. How are you doing? You all right? How's, how's things going? Oh, yeah, just plodding on. That's what you see, oh, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, people say that. I... Yeah. Oh, how's, 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 how's the family? Like? Yeah, just plodding on. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a kind of, it's shorthand for saying, shut the fuck up, I'm not really interested. Leave us alone. Let us eat my panettone in peace. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Have you noticed <laughs> how when people say, are you all right? And you just say, yeah, even though you're not. Yeah. I do that all the time. That's how I keep the, the sadness down. Oh, you're the type of person that would probably, on a scale, probably be more sad than me, even though everyone would say I'm a miserable cunt. Because uh, one day all the sadness will come out and it'll be like a torrent, an unstoppable flood. You're the sort of person that would go on a killing spree. I know that. Oh, absolutely. Fact, yeah. Absolutely. Talk more about killing sprees maybe later on when we mention the old mind hunter. Oh, maybe. Nice. But before we do that, let's have a little uh, sort of, um, what do you call the transition? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we've got a message from Chris Dubbs. Sweet. <laughs> is that Ooh. what his nickname is? Sweet. Yeah, he, sweet, sweet Chris Dubbs. Sweet D. Hi. Ross actually adjusted his um, 
seating position there when he realised that he was going to just be able to kick back and relax for the next five minutes. Yeah, possibly open another beer as well. Well, f- why not? Fuck why it. Why not? I'm on. It's me day off. Yeah. So, Chris Dubbs says, a little bit of a soundtrack in the background. Oh, East Coast, eh? Mm-hmm. Not bad. You got a bottle opener? Good lad. It's your bottle opener. Yeah. Nice one. So, uh, hey, Ross and Tom, or Rami. I don't like that. <laughs> I back, don't like that. It's a call back to the last episode. He's been over familiar. <laughs> You've overstepped him, Mark. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hang on, actually. I'm being bawdy. It's good for morale. Now, was he uh, aiming that at you or me, do you think? Oh, Probably both the way, man. Both the way. How stupid am I? Ross and Tom, Rom, That's both the way together. That's familiar. Right. But I, I thought he was just saying Rom instead of Tom. Or Ross, Rom instead of Ross. But it's Rom. Rob, that's really clever, that actually. Well, you've just worked this I've out I've just worked now. it out, yeah. Mm. Hope all's well under there, and it's starting to cool off a bit by this time of year. Well, I'm in my vest. Great work, as always, on last month's episode. Oh, now. again, normally podcast edit that out. <laughs> now, he said, Miles Dyson is the name of the guy who invented the processor in the Terminator universe, by the way. Nice impression, Ross. Excellent. <laughs> so that's now somebody's that's nickname. nickname. That's Chris's nickname now, Miles Dyson. And only when it comes to the community channel. Dyson, eh? Yeah. The Ghost Zoo concept, it's fearing time. Really got my fellow headcrabs as creative juices flowing. Some very interesting ideas. Despite referencing the evil one myself, I did not expect to hear so many mentions of Mr. Hitler, though. I certainly didn't expect to hear him mentioned in the same breath as everyone's favourite British strongman, Jeff Capes. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> I feel I should also point out that the big man was a three-time Olympian and Commonwealth champion of the old shot put, though. That didn't really come across in the episode. No, we, <laughs> we didn't mention that at all. Well, facts tend not to. What? Facts. Facts. <laughs> facts tend not to come across in this no, podcast. We definitely aren't. Uh, the, we don't really touch upon facts that often. Did you also know that he had his own game in his prime? <gasps> I, had, I had a feeling he did, you know. Jeff Capes, strongman on C64 and the Specky. We've got to play this. I think we should. Um, ASAP. Is it like, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm talking to Chris, not that he's going to be able to reply. Mm-hmm. Maybe he will, through my mind. Mm-hmm. Is it like um, Winter Games or something like that? Uh, probably, isn't it? But strongman stuff like tossing the caber. What else would you do in that then? Toss a slightly smaller caber. Right. Right. Dra- drag it um, like a, a truck. Yeah. Catch a caber. We need to move on from the cabers. What else could you do? Um, Make a caber. What else do they, do? they They carry them big balls around, don't they? Ah, uh, yep. Caber balls. Aye. Um, <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Balls of caber. Yes. What else is there? What else do they do? The um, uh, don't, don't they like sort of have two women on each hand and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, like pick them up in that. And, and like no. go hey with their big curly moustaches and their uh, the unitard with the leopard skin on it and don't they have to learn all along the watchtower by Jimi Hendrix as well yeah I think so and um, also brew a brew a beer uh huh between their thighs betwixt their thighs during the competition that's it who can um I don't know where I was going to go with something about hops. Never mind. Let's get back to the email. Never played it, though. Oh, and he is a budgerigar fancier. No, not like that. 
<laughs> well, I'm intrigued now. I want to know more. Is there a documentary about Jeff Gibbs apparently, I should be watching? Apparently Chris has watched it. Tim Cop sounds like a thoroughly nice gent. He is. <laughs> His game in history certainly brought up some gems I hadn't thought about in a while too. Absolutely loved Wings on the Amiga. Oh, yes. Definitely think that's a game that doesn't get as much love as it should. Sounds like me. As you mentioned, the way it was framed with the pilot diary gave it a really nice, authentic feel. The switch-up and viewpoints as you went along worked really well too, keeping it fresh. It was great to hear the Chaos Engine theme as well. Forgot how good that was. Even had a bit of a Prodigy Jilted Generation era vibe. Oh. Oh. Another great game too. Has to be the only game I know of where you could play as a Navi. Yes. Some mm. of the characters, I was. it's funny, the new retro asylum that do... 16-bit wars mm-hmm. and one of the games the pit so on 16-bit wars the the pit and the mega against the snares against the mega drive and they've picked different games that were on each generation and seen which one comes out on top and uh they picked chaos engine right and i didn't know chaos engine was out on the snares yeah it's called soldiers of fortune oh. on that. um i'm tempted to look at the snares version see what i think of it mm-hmm. but yeah, they were talking about what we'd said about how they'd got rid of the vicar and changed them. Yeah, ripped us off. Yeah, ripped, ripped us off again. Yeah. Typical. I also lost many, many hours to Champ Man and Sensi myself. Speaking of which, another fascinating Sensi Soaks update. Amazing job to take the boys to the World Cup final at your first attempt, Ross. Thank you very much. And I think <laughs> you're going to find the new Sensi Soak update today. Very interesting. Oh, very, very interesting. Because I tuned. was looking at your team and Tim's team. Say no more. Would anyone think which is the better team? Oh, wow. He's putting it out there. It's competition time. Oh, community chat. No. So unlucky to lose 1 0 as well. Uh, typical Italy. I had a real, real trouble keeping up with that. I know. <laughs> real trouble. That's why I was laughing at it's that. It's like I went out the room and then came back in halfway through. Uh, That's why it was nice to have Tim there to just say, <laughs> no, you're wrong. Keep it on track. Because sometimes I think it's me. Is it me who can't get myself across? But no, it was very apparent it was all it's your fault. It's definitely me, like. It's a high point in my life. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to hearing about the Euro exploits. You also mentioned about maybe getting a keeper who wasn't either flowers or semen. Could always try Nigel Martin, maybe. Keep up the great work, gents. Ah, right. Ah. Peace, Chris Dubbs. P.S. Feel free not to read this part out if you think there's no mileage in it. But I think I have a good idea for the Landmark 50th episode. Or if you think it's a shit idea, read it out anyway. (laughs) Now you'll never know. But I was thinking, what better subject to talk about during the 50th episode than the Gonox Lair podcast? You guys could do all sorts of things with it. Favourite clips, outtakes, top 10 best and worst games from the Gonox player, funniest clips, bits you'd most like to do over again in a Sam Bettick style. Not that there would be many of those, surely. Oh. Etc, etc. It would probably be a lot of work for the producer, but I think it could be class. <laughs> that last line seals it. <laughs> yes. The producer came in here as you were reading that, brandishing a knife. Uh-huh. I've never seen him and Tom in the same room at the yeah. same time, so mm. it was a shock to my system. Absolutely. He's silent, isn't he? Utterly silent. He's got that weird look to his face, hasn't he? Uh, hideous, isn't he? Scarred. He's absolutely hideous. Yeah, he looks like he's been through the wars. <laughs> Poor guy. Biggie has a nose. Um, it's an idea, it's certainly an idea, it's something we can talk about. Um, it's, we don't, you may not be able to tell from the way that we do go on, but we don't like sort of 
bragging about our own achievements and stuff on the podcast. <laughs> also, I block all this out afterwards. Yeah. I take a powerful drug that after leaving this lair, I forget everything I've said. Mm-hmm. That's why sometimes I'm very repetitive. Yeah. I say I'm very repetitive. I say I'm very repetitive. One more? No. Oh. <laughs> what um, are you talking about? Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens. Did I tell you that at school everyone had a spectrum and now I just had a couple of sisters? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm just Terry. <laughs> oh, I wish. That would be nice. That would be nice. One day soon. Shout out to Terry. I know he's been going through some tough stuff. Yeah. So I love you, Terry. Yeah, we do. But thank you, Chris, for your email. As always, fantastic. And we're looking forward to another one probably next month, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll drink to that. Yeah. I'm going to act. Ah, fuck it. I will as well. Hang on. Fuck it. Fuck it. Brilliant. Let's move on. Shall we talk a bit about some gaming news and stuff? That's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, went to... Do you mind if I start? Of course. I went to my friend Dave's and a uh, friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. regular listener, uh, to play some VR games. Oh, nice. Yes. And to play on his big driving rig he's got set up in his spare room as well. I've seen pictures, man. Mm. Impressive. He's, he's got a big, massive, ultra-wide screen. Very, very wide. Mm-hmm. very wide so i had a blast in that and i was proper shit at first but then i started getting the hang of it weirdly mm-hmm. i started actually clicking and i was i would I just, like i completely forgot how to drive i forgot how to use a clutch and stuff like that it was just ridiculous <laughs> but once you like get your head around it and sort of relax a bit it was actually really really good I played no man's sky in virtual reality as well how did that come across it was mad the weirdest thing about it was um i mean the, the what they've done with the vr was really cool so you've all you can see is your two hands kind of floating as though they've got like sort of a bit like I don't know like Iron Man's hands in the movies where it could come off and it's got like a little rocket pack on the bottom of it that so it travels around by itself sort of thing like a retro uh, arcade game called oh, was it called Insecticide right where you like have to spray all these like pests okay and you just two hands yeah like, okay yeah hovering. basically so you can see like them hovering in front of you. Um, and then you go like that, you put your hand to, to your shoulder and press on one of the thingies and you, it comes back down. You've got the, the multi-tool thing and then you mm-hmm. put it back. So it's a like cool little... Is it intuitive? Like yeah. Did you get any motion sickness? Now, it was... At first, I was a bit like... Uh, it's, a, it's a bit weird. Um, plus in that game, like obviously going through hyperspace and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool when you got in the ship and you looked around you. It was just like... There was so much detail and stuff. It was class. Mm-hmm. But the weirdest thing was when... Um, I'm going to try not to make this sound as seedy as it's going to sound, but when Dave touched me, I couldn't see his hands, so it felt weird. Like, that was really, really strange. That was the strangest Scary, part of it. Yeah, because he was 
touching the buttons on the on the thingy and I could feel his hand but when I looked at it I could see my hand uh-huh. but I couldn't see his so that was mad wow um, the possibilities there are endless absolutely <laughs> so um, yeah it was really cool it was a good experience played Battlefield 5 on his on his um, really powerful computer and I was just shit at it because playing with a mouse and keyboard so mm. I just didn't have a clue did it look fantastic yeah did I it looked really good plus it was on a wide screen as well so mm. it, was, it was mad but so finally got a chance to to play uh, VR. iRacing was one of the driving games and Wreckfest were played in VR as well. Um, actually, no, sorry, I didn't play Wreckfest in VR, I just played Wreckfest without the headset. Because you haven't told the listeners, you bought Wreckfest as well, didn't you? I did, I got it on, on day one, first mm-hmm. time I bought it. In fact, I pre-ordered it, which is impressive for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. It's needed a few updates to fix a few glitches and stuff like that, but it's a really, really fun game. Um, the destruction and stuff like that's proper class so yeah uh, it's really really good I'm enjoying it it does look very good at the minute though just not enough spare cash to buy some big AAA titles I'm interested in for instance I really want to get control but yeah, I'm just yeah. going to have to wait uh, which is a shame we'll be talking about another of Remedies games briefly later on won't we sweet mm. uh, The Witness Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've both been playing The Witness, haven't we? No, I give up on it. Because you were playing it and then I eventually I got it ages ago. Oh, I was a while ago. Yeah, even though I spotted that thing that happens with the lighthouse. <laughs> no, you didn't. Well, no, you didn't. I don't think you did. I don't think you told us. Oh, anything. because that was the joke on that episode. I said the big beam comes out to the lighthouse and you were like, oh, you spotted it. Oh, do you shit. not remember <laughs> sorry. that? Yes, sorry, I do remember. Uh, don't even, I, I tell so many jokes that sometimes. Yeah, but it's hard, isn't it? That's right. That was actually quite funny, that wasn't it? You're like a blunderbuss, aren't you, when you fire off jokes? <laughs> yeah. Just not much Speak hits. spread. But funny enough, I've only just done that bit where the, the beam comes out. Yeah, a bit yeah. slow on the... <laughs> <laughs> I like the game, though. I enjoy the um, the atmosphere of it and stuff. It's, Me too. The fact that his last game was Braid and then he's come out with this is a massive difference. Like, it's I really complete, respect that. Yeah, it's a massive undertaking. Um, and it's I like it. the The puzzles are interesting, um, but they kind of it gets a little bit boring to a certain extent after a while. It's he's done what he can to make them as different as possible. Like there's some of them where you have to look at him from a particular angle to see the the shadows and the, yeah. the shine of the sun and stuff. So he's thought of that, but it, generally all of the puzzles are exactly the same. But it's I'm still wanting to know what's going on and I hope there's something at some point that makes us go oh well I give up on it because of what was said um I've done the first bit and then it wasn't clearly same posted for uh, me yeah and I, I bummed around doing puzzles that I didn't understand because yeah. it felt like I didn't understand the symbols and the yeah. logic of what to do which annoyed me but then again maybe is it something we're going to talk about a little bit later on I feel like Five or six years ago, I probably would have went through that game. Uh-huh. It's just now, time is at such a premium. Yeah. And sometimes when you're playing something where you're not 100% enjoying, you, you, it's actually better to just go, you know what, I'm putting it aside. Yeah. And move on to something that you actually got the, you really want to play. Yeah. Use your time better. No, I agree. Um, Unravel, you got Unraveled, didn't you? I did, yeah. I finished it, yes. Oh, yes, you did. I. You told mm-hmm. us that, yeah. Did you get Unravel 2 as well? I did, I got okay. the pack. Um, so, I feel I feel Unravel is... I'm, I'm looking directly at a bootcase behind Tom, right? 
it's equal sides. So it's a bouquet split in the two. Uh-huh. And I would say on one side of Unravel, I really like certain things. There was no in between. Mm-hmm. There's stuff I really liked and there's stuff I just didn't like at all. Uh-huh. And I feel the physics of the game are just so poorly implemented that it's infuriating. Right. And I read a review about it where it says you will feel certain puzzles the first time through just not knowing what's going to happen or just through it fucking up. Uh-huh. And there was bits with like wood, you know, riding a log or stuff like that where the 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 physics just didn't bounce in the way it should have done. Yeah. And it made it annoying. But on the good side, I thought the way it looks is beautiful. Uh-huh. I thought the music and like the emotional impact of the mm. game was what was so good about it. I agree. But yet... I actually found it annoying to play. Right. Especially at the end. I thought the last couple of levels, I won't spoil it for people, but it kind of goes dark. Yeah. At the start, you're starting like woods and stuff like uh, that. Yeah. And then later the on. The garden. There's like industrial sort of like um, big machinery and stuff like that, isn't there? Yeah. So it's a, it's a game of literally two polar opposite experiences with me where... I was I love the storyline and I, like it's all about memories and you know it's 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 quite I've never played a game that has that kind of melancholy kind of like yeah. experience. I thought Detectorists, you know the series yeah. I, I said that I enjoyed. It has a kind of it's not dark or anything, but it's just melancholy and yeah. it's like autumn-y look to it and stuff. I loved all that about it, but I just didn't like the physics and the um, the actual the platforming the the meat and potatoes of the game the yeah. actual gameplay of it. So I, I probably will play for the second one because I got a pack with the both on. Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about it overall. I, I feel like I love the storyline, but not so much the gameplay. I got the second one as well recently, but it's um, isn't it? Is it aimed at co-op play or is it? Is it just totally optional that you can play co-op play? Well, I hope it is optional because I only own one pad. Yeah. I'm hoping it's like the sequel to Explosion Man. Right. Like, Miss Explosion Man. Yeah, where that was all about, that was meant to be co-op, but mm-hmm. you you could play it single player. Yeah, yeah. Although I hope it isn't like Miss Explosion Man because it was one of the hardest games I've ever <laughs> played and I couldn't finish it. That was fucking solid. Have you heard about Resident Evil Resistance? No, but I was so close to buying Resident Evil 2. Oh, yes. Because it was on sale. Uh-huh. But I bought Blasphemous instead. Ah. Um, I don't know anything about what you're... Well, Resident Evil 2... Uh, sorry, Resident Evil Resistance is... They've just released a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. It's a new game, and it looks a bit like Left 4 Dead. Oh, really? So you like four characters. Um, the trailer takes place in this one big room. And it's like there's a director, a guy in another room sort of um, unleashing zombies on them and, and, and then like he says liquor, clicks on a, a button that says liquor or something <laughs> and a liquor drops into the room. So he's kind of like, you know, like the AI director from Left 4 Dead oh, yeah. sort of automatically adjusts the gameplay and stuff. I think it's going to be where you play like a 4v1 sort of thing. But right. The one uh, controls loads of different... Uh, characters, bad buddies from uh, the Resident Evil universe. Is it third person? Uh, I don't know. It, does, it didn't actually point that out. It'd be cool if it's third person, like World War Z is. But there's um, a bit where he puts these gloves on and then he, he's controlling the 
uh, what's he called? The big guy with a big trench coat. Tyrant, is it? Yeah, or? I think it's a tyrant, yeah. He's controlling him and he, he comes into the room. But the, the four characters are just like everyday guys. There's this, this black guy with a, a shotgun. Um, and then this like this other lass who obviously have just been dubbed into this scenario. What's that one called? Resident Evil Resistance. It's just because, what was the ones on the PlayStation? Survivor. No, it was Survivor not the first person ones? Yeah, I think it was actually. I there was the Outbreak. One, it might be Outbreak. There was yeah. two of them, and they were made for online play, but yeah. because no one had it online I remember them. in this country for the PlayStation, uh, they made both of them, and they were really, really ropey, right. like really bad. So it, It's not something that you'd you'd sort of associate with uh, Resident Evil games, is it really as big and successful anyway? So... Remains to be seen. All they've done is release a a, um, a pre-rendered trailer for it, so who knows? It is intriguing because I mean, a lot of people want them to ma- remake free. Yeah, they've remade two. It'll probably happen. Free, but free isn't really fondly remember. remember. I can't remember anything about it. Well, it was the one that came out very late in the PlayStation One's life, so, uh-huh. um, like span, uh-huh. and not many people were like asked about it. Yeah, blasphemous though. Yes, I've uh, I've had two sessions of it now. Yeah, I thought I'd treat myself to a game, and it was only twenty quid. It's funny. So, listeners, what does people think of IGN? I don't like it anymore. I so, used, I used to swear by it, but I, I, I deleted the app years ago. It's kind of a bother with them. So I listen to IGN, the British podcast, because they're very rarely t- the they have a kind of thing like where do you? Mm-hmm. They rarely talk about a game in depth mm-hmm. but I do have the app because I try and keep on top of games what's coming out and it's hard now like I used I was so old school that I used to buy a magazine Games TM yeah. that is discontinued yeah. so now to try and keep on top of things I do read IGN the reason I bring this up is a lot of people don't like IGN they think they're paid to like give things good reviews and stuff they do seem to give like really high reviews quite a bit don't they well it didn't give blasphemous a very high re- review. oh really they give it seven out of ten right which by their standards is pretty poor yeah so um i started playing it yesterday stop me i will not spoil it because i know you're like on the fence uh-huh. of like buying it for me i seen a review that said i didn't watch it but all it said was um dead cells meets Hollow Knight. Right. And I can understand why they say that because it looks graphically a lot like Dead Cells. The combat's similar to Dead Cells, but yet the exploration is a little bit more like Hollow Knight. But I feel like it doesn't reach the highs of either. Right. So Hollow Knight is so beautiful and the, um, the world, the map is so well designed that exploration in that game is a delight. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a true Metroidvania, that game, where, like, you want to... F- Look, there's, like, something that might boost your health and it's hidden over there. And you're like, ah, oh, I can't wait to have that ability. Yeah. Blasphemous doesn't really ever... And I've played two sessions. And weirdly enough, my first session I played for an hour mm-hmm. and I turned it off. And when I turned it on a day, it said I was 15% through the game. Bloody hell. So I played today for another hour constant by the way i'm not like hitting any walls here i'm uh-huh. I'm, I'm like it's not to me it doesn't seem like a very hard game uh-huh. i didn't i saved it and there's no way of seeing 
the percentage straight away. Uh-huh. I was meaning to turn it on just for the process of this podcast, but I haven't. I don't think the combat's as good as Dead Cells. But the weird thing is, Dead Cells, I sickened myself of that. Uh-huh. On the positive side, the atmosphere of the game and the music, it's ominous, it's oppressive, it's really nasty. Uh-huh. I've seen another review said that um, it's very rare a game goes this whole way, like, n- not just dips its toe. Like, Castlevania has a kind of demonic aspects to it. It also has, like, horror aspects to it. But this thing is all about... It's it's very grotesque. It's about, like, um, you know, uh, the trials that someone who's who was religious would put themselves through. Uh-huh. So some of the bosses and some of the um, power-ups and stuff are very... The, I find self-mutilation a very... Like I, I do find a squeamish thing. I think it's a hobby. Oh yeah, that's why I'm squeamish. You know, so I find some of the imagery on blasphemous, even though I'm like very anti-religious, mm-hmm. I do find some of it quite, uh, quite hard to watch. Even though it's a 16-bit style graphics, yeah. it reminds me of some of the stuff like when I was first getting into anime, mm. and you look at some of the 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 nasty bodies in like Fist of the North Star. And some of the stuff they're doing, mm. it's a bit out there for out there's sake. Yeah. But at the same sense, it's still, it's still successful in making you feel squeamish. On the whole, it does borrow obviously from Dark Souls. I don't know if I would recommend the game. Yeah. Um, especially to you, Tom, because I feel like there's a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Of that genre. Yeah. Um, let's see. It might, it might get better in my eyes. Yeah. Or you might be 90% of the way through it already when you check next. Scary that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Well, I want to keep an eye on. Hopefully next time we'll get a bit more of an update and see. Yeah. I'm going to finish it. Cause I mean, when I buy a game, mm-hmm. which is something I'll mention with a, a game that will come up later on. Uh-huh. When I don't buy a game, I'm just going to like, you know some of the games I went free with PSN Network yeah. and they're lying on my hard drive and then when I get around to playing them, uh, like, if I don't like them, I'm not going to continue with them. Yeah, fuck it. Darksiders 3? That's the one. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> was that uh, free with PSN, was it? It was this month. That and Batman. Um, oh, yeah. Arkham, Arkham City. Night. Night. Ah, yes. The last right. one. Which yeah. is great if you didn't have it. Yeah. It's a very good game to have. And I mean, Darksiders... You, have you played that already, like, have you? Yeah, Arkham Knight. Yeah, a hundred percent of it. Oh, right, okay. Um, Jesus, did you? It was on me. Uh, it was on me. Top ten of the year, I think. One yeah. year that I played it. It was one of the games I bought a, a next generation for. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as good as the other ones, but it was still class. Yeah, so uh, it would have been like two years ago now, was it? Yeah, two Christmas specials ago, holiday special. So Dark Siders Free, which I, I I keep forgetting what it's called. Oddly enough. So I played all the other ones, right? Yeah. And for me, the the first one's the best one. It's a bit like, it's a bit like Zelda. Uh-huh. But what I've been alluding to earlier on the podcast about, like how when I had time to play these games, so I turned it on, right? I was all set to just finish this game, like to go through it and experience it. Put it on, right? I start. It it comes on, and it bombards us with like. Um, options which I hate mm-hmm. but the wrong sort of options so I'll get to that in a minute 
it bombards us with, how would you like to play this game? What skill level? There's five. Right. Five skill levels is a little excessive, would you, uh, yeah, wouldn't you yeah. you say? Easy, normal, hard. Yeah. Well, one story, which apparently you could, well, the way the description made it sound like you could walk through that just for the story. Well, Hideo Kojima actually has uh, said that there's going to be a, an ultra easy mode for Death Stranding for people who just want to experience a story. Right. So there you go. So I don't want to play on that. No. Because I'd, I'd, I don't really, like, I, you know, I want to be punished if I die sort of thing. So I tried, one one was classed as, like, the ultimate, so I didn't bother putting it on that. I, put, no. I think I put it on the Four Horsemen, right. which was the second one. Then we'll lurch into the next uh, thing. Would you like to play it like the old Darksiders combat or the new Darksiders, more methodical? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> In my mind, I was thinking, does it mean like Dark Souls? Have they tried to copy of Dark Souls? Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. methodical combat. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll go with that. Right. Then the next one it asks is, would you like to play Nightmare Mode? Yes or no? What, what? the fuck is Nightmare hey, Mode? On top of a difficulty setting yeah, already? It doesn't explain what Nightmare Mode is. Nightmare Mode for me could be you die once and you di- like the game explodes. <laughs> yeah. So then I, I'm all through that. So crucially, there's no option to change the controls. Uh-huh. So that I'll get to that in a minute. So I started up. Now I could barely remember what happened in the other two, and I remember it's something to do with the four horsemen. Uh-huh. So the game starts, and you know it's like I'm sorry if people are a fan of these games because I've played the other ones. But the storyline and the imagery is so like cheesy. It's like something a twelve-year-old would like want to have tattooed on his chest. Do you do you play a different um, one yeah. of the horsemen every game? You play war in the first one. I think it's death in the second one. And is it fury in the third one? It's famine and pestilence are the other two. Famine is not right. I might need to recheck this, but I'm. I thought it was war, death, famine, pestilence. Yeah, it is. And I'm yeah. sure. In the cutscene, they're not that in this game. Well, then it's fucking bullshit. So it's a chick in this one anyway, and I think she's called Fury or something like that. Oh, right, okay. But this is 20 or 30 minutes of a cutscene that I couldn't give a fuck about. Right. Unskippable. So, well, I, I wouldn't skip the start of a game. <laughs> That's would I? true, yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I even asked that. <laughs> so I start the game up, right? Yeah. And the game starts, and I'm like, okay. It looks like dog shit, by the way. Right. By today's standards, it, it looks terrible. Was it on PS3? No, PlayStation 4. Oh, was it? PlayStation yeah. 4 game. Right, okay. So it looks terrible. It only came out last year. Really? Because it had a troubled thing because of uh, it was THQ who owned the rights. Ah, uh, okay. So, so it was th- a THQ Nordic who've released it then. Yeah. Right? I, right, okay. So it starts up, it looks shit, and I'm like, right, oh. So, I, you know, I'm starting to fight, and it's telling us all this stuff. And I'm like, hold on a second. Why is... The the small bumper, which is RB, why is that roll mm-hmm. and why is square attack? If anyone plays these action games now, it has to be the other way around. Uh-huh. It's like if you played Mario and it was like the control, your, bu- your finger would just go for it all the time. Yeah, Guess mem- what? You can't change the controls. Oh. Online, after deleting the game, by the way, because oh, wow. it's a little bit later, Wow, I re... I was told there is a way of changing the controls. On a PlayStation, you oh, can yeah. you can change the controls that are attributed yeah, to your button. Yeah. So that so would I'm change really, every other yeah. game. So say I'm playing Blasphemous at the same... Well, by the way, Blasphemous lets you change the controls anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the control method's fine anyway. 
But if I was playing that as well as Darksiders 3, no. I would have to keep changing that. It's what Fuck people, you. I hate it when people come up with that as a, as a solution for changing. Like, oh, there's no, you can't change your control system. It's like, oh, we'll just go into your, your console settings and, and remap the controller. Yeah. No, because then it changes every other fucking game I play, you after. How hard is it to give a few control methods? It's not I hard mean, at all. Just say I was one of them people, and I do know somebody who, who likes the uh, camera angle inverted. Uh-huh. Well, you're fucked in this game. Well, there's no excuse these days to not just give completely free reign over what you can want your controls yeah. to play. Just make it as part of the setup of the of the game instead of asking if you want to play Nightmare Mode, whatever that is. <laughs> what this, is <laughs> this is what the standard uh, mapping is of the buttons. Do you want this or do you want to change it to something that you want? Yeah, just, just change it to whatever you want. These, these are the buttons you're going to need to use in the game. These are the actions. Just put them wherever you want them. Yeah. Like, there you go. As well as changing your brightness settings and stuff like that. I find it akin to like, you know when you go to a hipster restaurant yes. and you're looking at the food and they're like, go, oh, how would you like a steak and blah, blah, blah. And uh-huh. it comes and it comes on a piece of slate. <laughs> it's like, no, uh, I'm like, could I, could I have, you know, can I just have a plate here? <laughs> There's a, a good uh, subreddit called, um, I think it's called Give Us Our Plates. And it's all just pictures of, of stuff on fucking ridiculous things like that. Like, I've seen some of them, I think you've shared, where one, one of them the cr- was a little bear chips in a fucking... Uh, little... Shopping trolley. Or yes, that's it. <laughs> and there's uh, served on a cricket bat and stuff like that. Just fucking Fuck ridiculous. So Darksiders 3, not for you then. So I, I continued with oh, it. Oh, sorry, it's still going. <laughs> I continued with the game and I got to the first boss and I died on the first boss. And the reason I died on the first boss was because I keep going... The, the, Muscle memory? Yeah. And it sent us all the way back to the beginning when I died. But before, I was, I didn't have a problem with that because the levels aren't very big. I heard about this, that it's not a, an open world type of game. It's very small little uh, corridors to the next bit, which I'm cool with. I like God of War, you yeah. know? The only problem was it took a minute to load in wow. after I died. A minute. Now, I, I have... The original PlayStation, mm-hmm. uh, well, the one with the one terabyte, but I don't have like the newer PlayStation 4. Yeah. So I just have the old P- one. PS4 Pro. I don't have the so PlayStation the Pro. Yeah. I still, I just have the PlayStation 4. Uh-huh. But I, I know that if I'm going to play a game that's punishing us, because it's meant to be hard. Yeah, the yeah. bosses are meant to be hard. I'm not going to sit for a minute waiting for it to load in. And yeah. by the way, during that minute, there was nothing on screen. Just right. at the bottom was a little spinning, like, I don't know, a little doolally. Right. You know, like, it probably means something in the dark side as law. <laughs> it's that, that triangle of crap. Is it War's Cock or something like that? Or, yeah, probably. You know, famine's... How is it? Fury? It's not Fury's Famine vagina. in this game. No, no. It's Fury. Yeah. Well, in Pestilence, is probably... Uh, I don't know. I'm a bit ticked off or something like that. Well, there's going to be one last game, isn't there, with that guy? Ah. Uh, be, and I won't be buying it. No, and I think for a f- you know in a future episode we could talk about franchises where we've had enough and TV shows where we've just went no thank you oh, wow. I've had enough yeah, that would be a good that one. Would be a really it? good episode actually. Yeah, that's a good one because there's quite a few that I can think of straight away. Should we do that instead? No, oh, that's a good good idea. Steamworld Dig. I've never heard of this. Yeah, is that, is that what it's called? Steamworld Dig. Yes, I bought that because. Um, Someone on IGN was saying that they're pretty good games. And they're all... There's three very different games, but they're all based around the same Steam World aesthetic. It's like a Wild West type of thing. Right. Like Wicked, uh, Wicked Wild Wild. Probably no. More, probably more like that than, than, than you'd realise. Because... Well, not realise, but... Because that's kind of almost... 
steampunky, isn't it? That film. Yes, where but he builds that massive spider and shit. Crucially, it's nothing like that. So that's good. Will Smith's not in it. Yeah, Will Kevin Smith's Klein. not in it, and there's no giant robotic spiders. What happened to Kevin Klein? Should we reach out to him? Yeah, do you want to be on the podcast? Probably <laughs> like sitting around in his pants, going, "No one ever talks about us." He was dead funny in a fish called Wonder. Is he dead? I don't think so. Don't was know. he in the birdcage with um, Robin Williams? Was that Kevin? No, he wasn't in. Oh, was he in that? I don't know. That's a good film, that mine. Is Bird, it? Uh, Birdcage, yeah. Callista Flockhart plays the daughter. Right. Is it? Uh, is Kevin Klein in it? It might be. I don't know. Anyway, hmm. SteamWorld Dig. Uh, so, so I bought that game because it was, it was like two quid. And I'd heard the sequel was better. So the three ga- the three different types of games I've made about this SteamWorld aesthetic is there's a card type game, which I'm not interested in. There's an XCOM type game, oh. which I'm interested in. And there's the SteamWorld Dig ones, which it's kind of like Teremia oh, in a terraria. sense. Terraria, sorry. Is all right? In the sense that you're just digging down. So it's like a Minecrafty sort of thing. No, or... like... So I'll give off the wrong vibes. Do you remember when that where there was an there was an achievement for reaching elevator the, the bottom? Yeah, is that Hele- the one? Elevator, yeah? yeah. It's kind of like a game that's just about that, just digging down, getting gems and mm-hmm. stuff, upgrading yourself so you can go deeper. There's a little storyline and stuff. It's it's a Metroidvania, but it's like a Metroidvania that I haven't really played before. Sounds weird. It is, and you know what? It's a very short game because I've I've finished it twice now. Uh-huh. The first time I finished it in three hours, and there was an achievement to finish it in like two hours thirty. So I done that. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I really liked it. I would say to people, you know, give it a go. Yeah. It's a very short game, and it's dirt cheap, and it's got like dirt a... cheap. You, oh wow! You little shit! <laughs> I didn't realize that. Uh, you planned that. Ventured into that tunnel. <laughs> oh, oh, said another one. I did another one. Oh wow! Oh brilliant. Um, Rocksmith? Right, yeah. He's reaching out for something. Uh, Do you remember a while ago, I think I uh, surprised you by saying, um, when I was talking about Red Dead Redemption. Can I just stop you there for a second? Mm-hmm. What is your t-shirt? That's some band that I travelled to, to Edinburgh to see. It's a Japanese band I can't pronounce properly. I like that t-shirt. It's like like an eyeball with two little birds either side of it and then some words. That's cool. Sorry, I just, it just, just, I kept looking at it and I just didn't know what it was. But sorry, anyway. Yeah, they're a cool Japanese band. um, Me and Christian, Christian drove us down, oh, is it up to Edinburgh to see them? Up. Up to Edinburgh and it was class. The guy plays like Hendrix. Really? Hi, he's wow. he's absolutely awesome. Can he wail? Oh, you can wail and scream. Sorry, anyway, we're talking about Red Dead Redemption. You surprised me. So you know when I was doing Red Dead Redemption, I says the six shooter. Oh, well this time I've re rehashed that okay. for Rocksmith, and there's a Nick Cave song called "The Six Strings That Drew Blood." Right, it's a very okay. early Nick Cave track, and this one's going to be called. Rocksmith, six strings that cause concern. Ooh. So each letter. <laughs> and I'm sorry if anyone doesn't play guitar and I get a bit nerdy here. I right. don't think I will because I don't really know a lot about guitar. So. Uh-huh. Anyway, so for listeners that haven't been keeping on top of this boring subject, 
I'm trying to get a platinum on Rocksmith. Mm-hmm. It's a game that you actually play guitar. And in case anyone's like thinking about it's like anything else, mm-hmm. I plug my guitar and I'm playing along to mm-hmm. songs. And it's teaching us it's stuff. A, it's a genius uh, concept. It oh, is. Oh, oh, it on. is a good concept yeah. when it works. Right, okay. So I'm 72% through now. Mm-hmm. That's what we're, we're nearly... Well, do you think we're nearly there? What? Nearly where? I'm 72% through the... Uh, what do I think you're nearly at the end of the... Well, no, you're about you know where 20s. it tells us how much uh, um, trophies I've got. Yeah. I've got 72% of the uh-huh. trophies. So... So are you asking me if we're nearly at 100%? Yeah. We're pretty close. Well, but I wonder how long the other ones are going to take. Well, hopefully not too long because we're running out of uh, songs. You need to write some songs for the Halloween special, by the way. Ugh. You're going to have to because you need to do at least one like, or one or two like ghost-related ones, remember? Do, do you know how I'm like a, a total man of like lists and pressure and uh-huh. stuff like that? And the thing I've set myself is I play on the me guitar for... Hours a week. Yeah, that's all I get to play on it, right? Yeah, and it it's all been invested in Rocksmith. Uh-huh. So if you take any time away from that, I wanted to like just, you know, after completing Rocksmith, I wanted to see how much I'd advance as a player. Yeah, I think that'll be more entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, I suppose I could make a song on the on a keyboard or something. <gasps> there you go. That's the answer. All yeah. oh, right. Okay. So shit. Why did I say there that? There you go. So Fuck. the two... edit that out. Go back in time. That. Oh boy. Your time machine's broken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish I could quantum fucking. What was that? Quantum Frisk. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> quantum Frisk. So, you, uh, at least two ghost related songs oh, then? Yes, that. on the keys and stuff. I haven't got time. Oh, brilliant. Of course you do. Right. It's just going to be like beep, 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 ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you going to get Terry to do it? Like, oh. <laughs> Terry's a musical genius. He is, yeah. He's uh, beyond. Uh, he's ahead of his time. <laughs> he was, eh? Before his time. Yeah. He's something of time. He's a time traveller. Let's get back to this. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> Rocksmith, the six strings that cause concern. <laughs> e. Guitar Kid. Temple of the Bends, it's called, right? Right. So, there's a part on the game where they're called Guitar Kid things, and each one has an achievement to get a certain score. Uh-huh. And the one I'm having a lot of trouble with, right, is it's you're this little um, adventurer and you'll have to bend your string down. So mm-hmm. it'll, it'll tell you what string to bend. See, it's the sixth fret on the E string. Mm-hmm. Tell you to bend that and you get to the next bit and it keeps doing that and doing that and doing that. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I'm really be- bad at the particular skill of bending mm-hmm. or if I don't know if this particular guitar kid game is not working correctly but that that one is really fucking me off mm. i put it on for about an hour uh, so i might have an hour session and i might only play on that for 10 minutes and afterwards i'm very very annoyed mm. e. <laughs> tuning down to d so certain different uh, certain songs have different tunings I used to have a guitar that had a fixed bridge and it was a nightmare to tune. Yeah. So now I have a I have an SG, a Gibson SG, and I can tune down. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But I've not, I, for a long time in my life, I didn't tune down. Right. And it's weird. You know when the strings are, are slightly, slightly, they're not as tight, mm-hmm. are they? Because you're tuning down. I wonder, 
So on Rocksmith, sometimes I'm playing along to a song, like a tuned down one, and it's telling us I'm not hitting the fucking notes, and I am. Mm. It's sometimes just like a single chord on drop D, which is just two strings together with one finger, mm-hmm. and it's telling us I'm not hitting them. It's really fucking annoying. Yeah. D. I want you back. I believe it was a DLC track that they added in. They uh-huh. give away six tracks for free. Now, on the game is rhythm, lead, and bass. I mm-hmm. haven't touched bass yet, but I'm playing rhythm and lead. Mm-hmm. And I want you back, right? So there's score attack on the game. So there's learn a song, which is where you learn the songs and it'll build up as you play along. Mm-hmm. And score attack, which has four different skill levels, easy, medium, Hard and master. Mm-hmm. The difference between hard and master is master just blanks everything else. So you got to play it, you know, just you, you're not getting any prompts. Right. I want you back on rhythm guitar. I cannot believe that's what that song is like. Mm. I want you back by, um, what's his face? Gary Barlow. Hi, Gary Barlow. No, um, Mike, the Jackson 5. All right, okay. So that. I um, want you back. Yeah. That on rhythm guitar mm-hmm. is one chord, which admittedly it's a bit of a stretch and you have to dead a note, right? Mm-hmm. A dead a string. But it's one chord played the whole song. Right. There's only one bit where you stop playing, but you're play you can plant that that on your guitar and that's all you're playing. Mm-hmm. And he has a problem with Rocksmith, I've noticed. You like it's sometimes and is this is like a gentleman's agreement. It's sometimes, right, like, it has no, so when you're, like, playing a song and it has a particular rhythm, it sometimes doesn't really, you can cheat right? by just smashing the strings together over and over again. And why I say gentleman's agreement is I try not to do that because I want to, to better myself as a guitarist, uh-huh. not cheat. But I'll tell you, I'm very close to filming myself play that song, right? Where I just smash the strings, like just just go like over and over again because I did it right, kind of like that, and I got a platinum a master, yeah. Which means I haven't made any mistakes throughout the whole song, uh-huh. and I've perf- I've done the song perfect. Yeah. So it's... what are you going to do with the film, the recording of it? Send it to the developers. Yeah, and go, yeah, this is a game that's now four years old. Get yeah. on your fucking... <laughs> Get an update out. So, G. The Epic Session Trophy. So, it's a trophy I haven't got yet. Mm-hmm. There's another part of Rocksmith that you do where it's you have a fake band. Right. And it's trying to teach you about scales and stuff. So, you, you go through all it Like, it has... Different things it's trying to teach you, so it'll tell you, like, say I put the blue scale on and I, I load the band up. There's loads of different options. It's technically meant to play along with you, so you dictate the speed and you can play along. That trophy, though, Epic Session trophy, is you have to do that, which is essentially a solo and jamming for one hour straight. Jesus. There was a one that was on there for 10 minutes, which I'd done. Because 10 minutes in an hour. Uh-huh. Who the fuck's... Like, I'm soloing for an hour. Yeah. What the hell, man? I mean, it's been a long time since I soloed for an hour, I'll tell you that much. And when you go on some of these websites that are talking about achievements and trophies and stuff, 
one like what explain and trying to clear it up no you do have to solo for this it doesn't just build up mm. you've got to do that and one lad said it's fine you can just put it on just keep like playing one string for an hour for an hour how is that fine <laughs> that's not fine. fine I'd rather try and play I'd rather try and solo yeah just sit there banging a string for like yeah. I mean if I wanted that I could play I want you back <laughs> B Scale Racer mm-hmm. So it's another guitar arcade game But in this one You're a car And you're driving down lanes And it's trying to teach you scales Right So there's there's blockades And you've got to go Like down them And what's really annoying about this And again It doesn't happen on everything it might happen with the tuning down sometimes But I'm going down and up And down the scales And it starts off so slow man And then when it's speeding up There'll be a time where you, like, it might be the seventh fret on the D string, and you press that fucking string in, and you play that note, and you know by God you've played that note, but yet the game does not fucking recognise it, Uh and you crash, and you're like, end of game. So that's another trophy I'm going to have to soldier on with. And lastly, E. There's sometimes this annoying clicking that happens in the game, Uh but it only happens on certain songs. One of them, for instance, is Paranoid Android by right. Radiohead. It has this horrible, like, clicking that keeps coming in and out. It sounds like you st- there's something wrong with your cable or, right. or, or the, like, um, it's not in, in your guitar properly. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's Rocksmith. I'm going to keep with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not making another guitar-based song mm-hmm. until I get 100%. That's fine if you want to see a guitar-based. That's fine. I know. I'm going to I'm gonna change it later <laughs> in the edit. <laughs> You're going to play Rocksmith 6, the keyboard years or something like that. Now I'm just going to go woo-boo <laughs> and stuff like that. Well, how do you follow such an unexpected uh, but wonderful segment as, as, as the... Uh, what was it called again? The six oh the six strings of concern. The six strings that cause concern. That cause concern. Wonderful, wonderful. I like it when you surprise me with um, segments like that, Ross. Well, it gives you extra work. Well, the producer. No, that's uh, producer doesn't mind at all. How does he know? I let them out his little cage. Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, sorry, Final Fantasy Eight remastered. Hang on. Right. Okay. Let's start again. Final Fantasy Eight remastered. That came out. Final Fantasy Eight. Remastered that came out. That's available now. You can eh? Buy that. Yeah, you can buy that and play that now. That's available. So that's how. So it's there. That's weird. Final Fantasy Seven uh, trailer remake. Mm. Now I watched the trailer. <laughs> I'm personally not convinced that they're going to be able to recreate anything past Midgar because everything they've showed so far is really cool, and you've got like the free flown combat, which is very different and stuff, and it looks like a, a really nice remake of the game. Mm-hmm. And they fleshed it out a lot more. So I think it'd be cool to play that. But mm-hmm. I just don't know how... Think about it. How are they going to... And I was talking to Chris Dubbs about this, actually. How are they going to recreate that open-world scale of Final Fantasy VII? Because you'll, you'll, have to, you'll have to make it open-world, right? The only reason that... Or one of the reasons that from Final Fantasy X onwards it went totally linear is because they just couldn't make a world that big but still actually have the fidelity and stuff and the detail... When they tried to do it with the online one, Final Fantasy, whatever it was, 13 or something like that, it was shit. It looked shit. Yeah, like, yeah. it looked terrible. It was really ugly. It did, though. So, 
and you can't just have in Final Fantasy VII, the original one, it was like a little guy, really kind of a little bloke running around this big world, and it was obviously hugely off scale. It didn't make any sense, really, when you think about mm-hmm. it. They can't have it like that. They'll have to have it look as realistic as possible, and they have to map an entire, essentially an entire planet or is it an entire continent? A massive, massive amount of land land space they're going to have to map. I think. How are they going to do that? How are they going to manage that? Yeah, yeah again, you've surprised me, Dom. All right. Because I never thought about that. Yeah. But I would say, I think what in likelihood what they're going to do is there's a there's a kind of right way to go to propel the storyline. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like adventure and and go to extra places. And well, I think it's adv- it's it's the pushing the storyline bit that's going to happen. Well, then like that's for instance, a, that's you, very sad. Well, yeah, you know how Yuffie and um, Vincent were like yeah. hidden characters, yes. and you had to do all this like weird stuff them, to yeah, find yeah. them. I bet you that doesn't happen in the other ones. I bet you that's just something that they get advanced like added to the roster. Well, that's going to ruin. That's going to ruin the game, really, isn't it? Because that was when you when you come out to Midgar for the first time, and you can actually run around and go to different places. You couldn't go everywhere because you need to get the Chocobos or Chocobos to get over mountains and shit. It was yeah? a bit Metroidvania, and that's exactly because you couldn't go initially. You couldn't go to a, if I remember correctly, and apologies if I don't, but you couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't go everywhere, and you didn't have to rely on the Chocobos. It was just the state of what your plane was like. Yeah. Because then later right. on you could upgrade that. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. You had that car thing, first of all, with the six wheels or whatever it was. And then you got eventually you got the airship. Yeah. There was something like that Sid. where like the the airship could only like travel in the water and it was mm. shallow. Yeah. It's yeah. a true Metroidvania yeah. idea. And then later on you could go anywhere. Yeah. But you couldn't because you needed the chocobos mm. to go to certain areas to get certain. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the delight of why I like that Final Fantasy more than 10. And why yeah, I included it in me some of my favourite PlayStation 2 games. But I didn't like that element about it. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because it just became more about just the, f- the actual combat bits and, and the storyline instead of the actual yeah. searching around and, and exploring this this magical world that they've created. But the, I just uh, I think it's it's very interesting that the the releasing everything up to the, when you leave Midgar, which is what like the you're going to have the end of the game. The credits are going to come up when they're looking over the destruction of the the plate coming down and stuff. Like that'll be the end of the game, mm-hmm. and then. You will. You probably have to wait another couple of years until the next part comes out. But what's that going to be? Is it going to be like you say that, that what it is is going to be totally linear, it's, and it's going to be setting along, setting you along a path. And that's not what Final Fantasy VII is. That's not a re. That's a, a reimagining of the, the game, not a remake, as far as I'm concerned. But, but like, who knows? If if I'm happy, and Chris said this as well, I'm happy to be proven wrong. Well, didn't you say anyone who bought that was a moron? <laughs> anyone that buys the the first one, um, yeah, I do get passionate sometimes, Ross. You know that, and uh, I may have called him a moron uh, or a, a stupid cunt. I don't know. I can't remember exactly what the words were, but I think if you buy that and you then you you don't have any right to be upset when the next one either doesn't come out or comes out and is disappointing. If you buy this game now, you've got to treat this as the whole experience. Anything after that, you're going to have to buy another game and hope that it's what you you remember it. As, I mean, as if being. it's a good game, it technically could be the complete experience. It, because It's going to have to be 
the most realized universe or world ever created though if you think about it to, to match the original final fantasy 7 it's going to have to be mind blown and i don't think game consoles especially you got on able to handle that sort of scale i think I it's think. an odd one i think to invest that so much money and it, it's it's just strange i know what they're doing it's something that you see in the player actually how we're a very blessed generation yes, definitely. How, how like a lot of our, our interests are are extended because it's somehow like we're still a revenue uh-huh. and we can bring in we're like we're kids if we yeah, have yeah. them or like you know and I think the Final Fantasy game, the way they went through with that, the way they're going to make that many games, mm-hmm. that like triple A games based around one product that was out in the nineties, yeah. is a uh, crazy. Yeah, was it's there? a crazy thing to happen. But I think it does explain what you're saying. Like we're blessed in mm-hmm. that. You know, there's a fucking there's an A team reboot that happened. Why yeah. did that happen? It's because we're this generation that, yeah. like, oh, I remember the A-Team. I'll go and see yeah, it. I've now got a job. I can actually pay to go and see this movie or pay to, pay, uh, to buy this game. Mm-hmm. Whereas I used to have to rely on me, me parents. But now all of this nostalgia is basically just a, a shortcut to your wallet. Yeah. Oh, that's cynical. Speaking of shortcuts to wallets, you wanted to say something about Game 2.0? Uh, yeah, I went there, um, we did an episode, so game 2.0, it's at the centre of life in town, um, it's an, an exhibition that has like loads of retro ga- games in, we went one year, me and Tom, Tom had completely forgot you went, didn't you? <laughs> went where? <laughs> <sighs> so I went, because uh, I, I think it was the last week of the holidays, and I took my niece there, and you know, total criticism... They didn't change it enough. Yeah. They had the same games running on the same... So they had a Commodore 64 set up that had mm. the same game. They had like a Spectrum set up the same game. Why do that? There's yeah. millions of games. Yeah. Um, also, Oculus Rift was on. It it wasn't working properly. Oh, for fuck's sake. And a little kid was trying to tell us how to set it up. And I was like, <laughs> okay, set it up, please. <laughs> and then he, I thought it was like a ruse to get me off it. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, it's bust, mate. Mm. And there was a proper VR thing, but you needed people stand there to like make sure you weren't like, I don't know, oh, right, okay. having an epileptic fit. <laughs> and there was a massive queue and I didn't get on that. So, so my quest, my personal quest of being able to play VR is still... It's ongoing. Yeah. It's a white whale. All right. Um, what else did they have? Well, there was a lot of kids there as well. Ugh, and oh, fucking hell, man. Like, my niece is good as gold, and she's so quiet mm-hmm. and chilled. And there was some kids there. Little mm. shits, man. Yes. Little shits. It was expensive as well, the guy in there. Yeah. How much was it? Um, I think it was £15 for an adult <whistles> and £7 for my niece. Yeah. We played the latest. Well, no. She liked. Mario Kart on the N64, which yeah. is crazy because I think it's terrible. Don't tell Kelly. <laughs> the life path, that is. What is this what play? I can't remember. Mm. Not a lot. Really. Well, we played a few stuff, but mm. it was sad. Yeah, it's a shame. Eden Lake? Oh, yeah. Um, the film Eden Lake. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen it. Yeah. Tom was having a clear out. Weren't you? Yes. And you give away like some DVDs. Oh, right, yeah. 
And uh, you I, give was this? That was ages ago. This wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Did you take that one? Aye. Oh, fuck me. Because I'd wanted to see it. Okay. And okay. I watched it with uh, my girlfriend, and uh, I thought it was very affecting. Is it the one about a uh, crocodile or something? Oh, is it about a... Uh... No. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Uh, really? No, I've never seen it. Wow. No, uh, it was Kelly's uh, DVD. So first off, it's got Fastbender in it. Wow, okay. Which is the, the second film in a week that I'd watched Fastbender in, because I'd watched him in Frank. Oh, yeah, okay. So he's in that, Eden Lake, and it's about where him and his girlfriend go to this, like, um, I don't know, it's it's Eden Lake, but I don't know what, I think it's a quarry or something. And right. it's like these little ruffians are about. All right. And honestly, it's a really good film. Okay. I um, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very successful mm. in um, just giving this sense of... Um, Foreboding? Yeah, it was really good. I really liked it. I thought you'd obviously seen it. No, nah, but seen no, it. <laughs> I didn't even know. I, I I got confused with that new one that's coming out about the woman with the um, alligators. Right, don't no. know what that's called. There was no. It was set in England. There was no alligators. Oh really? Fuck. Oh well, I must have been. Uh, Every time I looked at that box, I used to think, ah, oh, it's fucking alligators, isn't that like... Check it out, Tom, because it's a really good film. Well, I can't now. So give the DVD well, away you can, to someone. You, you've now moved into like, streaming, haven't you? Yeah, I'll find it. It's probably... Actually, it'll probably be on um, Netflix and stuff. Oh, it'll be on something. Yeah, it wasn't on Netflix, I don't think. Amazon? I'll keep my eyes open for it. Mindhunter. Yes. Yes. We started watching it. In fact, we finished series one. Cool. Let's not say too much spoilery wise. Not that there's much to spoil, but uh, we've really, really enjoyed it. And we're going to go straight into series two, actually. Straight Excellent. Away. Yeah. It's um, it, the way it's filmed and acted is really strange. It's really like just there's so little emotion in the characters. Have you noticed that? It's just the way that the the act is just straight, just like. Yeah, I got, there's something I can't quite put my finger on because I liked season two, but I'm starting to feel like where it's almost like you're right. It's like it's like Doctor Spock's kind of explanation yes. why something's happening. You go, no, the reason he brutally raped that woman was because he, he his mom once told him off for like jerking off to a a shoe. Yeah, something it's, like that. People never talk like that, but it's like it, obviously. If, obviously learn the lines and stuff like that and it's acted uh not in that way that like there's no ums and ahs and uh mm-hmm. and thoughts there's no one talking over each other so it's really like almost educational sort of thing like no fucking about but yeah. i wonder i wonder if they do that with the the main characters because then you'll notice the the raw emotion from the the actual killers more maybe and it's more impactful when the there is a bit of emotion or a bit of an outburst. Like, for instance, there's one bit in the first series when the guy, um, what's his name? Um, the one with the bird. Oh, yeah. And there's a moment that happens in there that's like, whoa, fuck. Um, and you might not have been as impactful if, if there was high emotion all the way through it, maybe. I don't know. That might be what they were going for. I just hope the last serial killer thing that I did like was Hannibal. Mm-hmm. And Hannibal started off pretty bad shit, but then went totally crazy to mm-hmm. a point where I was like, I've had enough of this. Mm-hmm. I was treating like serial killers, like superheroes that had all these like amazing, untapped, right, okay. like fucking like powers and stuff. Yeah. I, I just hope Mindhunter doesn't get like that. It's already getting a bit like. So I live in Mindhunter for the uh, interviews. I think mm-hmm. they're amazing. Yeah. 
like Line of Duty, which is a very cheesy type of thing, it has really good like interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that thing you said about like, like no one really talks like that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's funny, isn't it? I love the way it looks. So it's got a time and place. Yeah, and one of the stylish. guys, the the like the bigger dude, yeah, Bill. He, Bill yeah, Bill's it? fucking class. Yeah, he's brilliant. Uh, Kelly he, Kelly keeps saying every time he's on the screen, she's like, "Oh, I love him. I wish I wish you'd be dad. Can you be me dad?" No. <laughs> but that's that's got too much of that that relationship. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're gonna um, kick on with the second series because we really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um. Speaking of kicking on with a second series because we really enjoy it, and we're going to bring this game and news segment to a close with one more subject. Right. Uh, there was actually two other things I wanted to mention. I watched all the Mission Impossible films recently, and I'm going through the Jason Bourne films now because well, Kelly's never seen them. Well, before you carry on, the last um, because I don't like the Mission Impossible films, mm-hmm. but I watched the last one Fallout, yeah, because we went to Stavanger, mm-hmm. and the very end of Mission Impossible Fallout is right. this. Which the last twenty minutes is phenomenal mm. of that it's set in like a helicopter stuff. thing, and that when the land, mm. well, the crash, don't they? And have that fight on that, yeah, that's a uh, pulpit rock that we climbed up, me and Louise. Uh-huh. It's like this bit of rock that sticks out in Norway, mm-hmm. and it's fucking scary. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, but that's the only reason I watched that film. Enjoyed it like that film. The only other thing I wanted to talk about before we. Uh, move on to the next bit. Next segment is Get Low Golf. Oh, yeah. You I went to Get Low Golf, yeah. didn't you? I did, yeah. What do you think? Because Kelly went as well. It's like I, dildos and stuff about, isn't it? I feel... Um, if any, So Get Low Golf is this thing around the Oosburn type of area. Baker, which is um, in Newcastle. In case people... In England. <laughs> on the planet Earth. In the solar system of... I don't know what solar system we live Milky Way, in it? Is it? The Milky uh, Way? So, um, Louise, my girlfriend, it was her birthday, and like Jack Daniels. Oh, hang on, no, the solar system, no, the the galaxy's called the Milky Way. Oh, is it the galaxy? So the stars, the solar system, does the solar system have a name? It probably does, doesn't it? Possibly. Sorry, anyway. Right, answers on a postcard. Yeah, apologies, sorry. I had to correct that because I would have, it would have really irritated us if I'd listened what, to that. What, that one fact? Yep, probably. It, it would have been like, oh, Tom, I'm with your tan, everybody. It's not the solar system, you're dafty. Anyway. It was my girlfriend's. Louise's um, birthday this month and like Jack Daniels who doesn't know when Jack Daniels was born he just celebrates the birthday the whole entire month because we'd already done stuff other times it's like she'd like would do something the whole fucking I month see, like right, October okay. to be fair I'll do something horif- horrific the uh-huh. whole of October right. scary times kids but <laughs> we decided to go there with a, a large group of people and um I would hate to describe the holes <laughs> the, in ghetto golf. Yes. Because it would, if anyone hasn't been, half the fun is to see them. Yes. I... It was good. We had mm-hmm. a good laugh. Uh, it's it's um, for adults. Yes. It, oh, for it's adults. adults only, yeah. yeah. And it has a dress code, strangely enough. Does it? Uh, oh. It tells you you can't wear tracksuits and stuff like that. Yeah, so no uh, Rajis. Yeah, or they get dressed up. Yeah, I suppose. Oh, cool. I just wanted to um, mention that because I know you were sending some pictures. I know because you sent them. You should give it a go, Tom. Kelly's desperate to get me along with her friends, so we're going to go at some point. She's been, but she wants me to go. Even though I showed her one of the photos that you sent me, and she went, what's that? And I was like, it's ghetto golf. She was like, 
what's that bit like? And really? I can't, I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of the photos you sent us. Oh, it was graffiti on a wall, and it said something, and she was like, "What's that from?" I can't remember what the graffiti was. So yeah, I think it was "Watch Out Beatles About" or something. Was yeah, it? it was "Watch Out yeah. Beatles About." Yeah, and it had a little hand and stuff. Yeah, distasteful. Very cool. Oh well. Rest his soul. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, jazz. <laughs> <laughs> How do we follow the biggest ever game and news segment? Well, Garnox play, I suppose. What do you think? Yes, let's roll with it. It's a good one. I'll tell you now, it's a good <laughs> It's a good one, is it? My opinion. Uh, we played three time travel related games in Layer 2.0. Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, it's, it was a slow burner, but it, <laughs> there was some big laughs. Some big oh, laughs towards the end. We'll not tell the, the, the head crabs what games were played, but... Um, Probably not the best games we've ever played. Probably not the best ones I've ever played, but... <laughs> you didn't expect to say. If I close my eyes, there's an image that I can remember from one of the games. Uh-huh. I bet you can... It's a particular boss. The, is it from the Time Soldiers one? Yeah. Oops. Oh, no. That's, that's, <laughs> that is one of the is that, funniest things I've seen in a while. Is it the boss who was a little bit self-conscious? Yeah, that's the one. Self-conscious T-Rex. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, the little guy, bless him. Well, listen out for that head crab. Yes, so just enjoy it, really. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy it. I'm gonna build myself a time machine on particle physics and the power of steam. It runs on diesel oil and Donnie Darko. My sweet, sweet prince. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm all right, yeah. How yeah. are you? Well, good. But we've already been through that in the actual episode, haven't we? This is just a Connox player. Aye. But it's still nice to sort of greet each other, isn't it? In that nice way. Well, maybe it's in future we won't do that. Future time. Oh, time. nice link. Because we're obviously all about future, uh, sorry, time travel games, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So that's a nice uh, little segue. Speaking of segues... What games we'll play today? Oh, yeah, right. Well, all on arcade, as you can see, the massive cabinets in the side there. I don't know how you find all the room for all of this wood and glass and, and sinew and uh, micro microchips? Microchips. Well, one of the games we're going to play on the uh, Mega Drive, but then I, f- I forgot I actually had the arcade. Oh, well, that's good. It's nice when you forget how many arcade <laughs> cabinets you've got, isn't it? Isn't it? It's brilliant. <laughs> in my mansion, my abode. Oh, no, that's you, isn't it? Yeah, that's your place. Do the you mansion. keep? Do you, do you 
keep mostly uh, your cabinets in the loft or in the cellar. What's more plausible? Ooh, bringing them down or carrying them up. Do you have like a dumb weight or like a big, a big, um, yeah, I'll take that for you, sir. Or like a, like a lift, a big lift that you I want... put, just put your stuff in. I wonder if that's still politically correct to say that sort of thing now. Dumb waiter. Yeah, Probably and then not, make though. the kind of impression that you just made. Uh, I watched Tropic Thunder recently. Yeah, I know. I didn't like that film. Oh, I really, really, really liked it. No, oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh. I <laughs> like, really, really, really liked it. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. What I've watched something recently that I really, really, really like. Oh, Mind Hunter. Oh, well. Series that's absolutely awesome. Yeah. I highly recommend that to people. I think we might have already talked about that during uh, the main part of the episode. Possibly, yeah, but we're, yeah. we're you know, we're drifting we're traveling through time. through time, aren't we? So it's like it's it's utter chaos. Mm-hmm. We're bumping into each other and stuff like that, aren't we? Like, oh, there's me. Yeah. From the two minutes previous. Speaking of uh, me from two minutes previous, I asked you what games we're playing, and we we're gonna nice bringing it back. <laughs> so the first game we're playing is Time Killer. Oh yeah. Um, Classic. That game is a kind of one-on-one beat 'em up, and um, it was made in 1992. So uh-huh. people who you know ha- can't even be asked to turn the internet on and look at what Time Killer looks like. Just imagine like a beat 'em up from 1992, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. There you go. And then still next to it, the next cabinet next to it, mm-hmm. that cabinet there. Oh, I can see it. It's called Time Soldiers. Nice. It's an SNK game. So they, they made um, Metal Slug, but they also made a Kazi Warriors. And this game looks a little bit like a Kazi Warriors. Okay, okay. So if you can just, if you're having trouble and you don't want to turn the internet on, mm-hmm. just imagine a game that looks a little bit like a Kazi Warriors. And if you don't know what a Kazi Warriors look like, oh, just God. imagine um, my finger, it, like a single, a single one index finger just going. Mm. Middle finger. Yeah. yeah. And the last game is what I hastily hide this one together because I was going to play an Amiga game. Yeah. But it looked complicated and, you know. Yeah, fuck it. So the last game is called Time Scanners. Time Scanners. So the, all three of them have got time in the, the, the first in the word. Title. So that's good. Do you want us to describe what Time Scanners looks like? Yeah, please. Because I can't be asked to put the internet on. So Or look at the cabinet. <laughs> so can you imagine in an arcade... I mean, so most arcades have pinballs in as well, don't they? Yes, they do. So why why not make an arcade that's also a pinball game? Oh, God. So is it a pinball game? <laughs> yeah. It, re- it reminded me of, like, a shit mobile game. Well, we've played plenty of them over the years. Yeah. I think it's by Sega, but I can't remember. Sega! <laughs> so well, there you go. Brilliant. Um... That's good. There's only one thing to say, I suppose. There's there's no there's no stand-up comedy or observational comedy from the producer. Is there not? No, but there are going to be a couple of um, uh, sort of thoughtful, insightful topics for debate that the producer is going to drop in at, at, at intervals. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. This is almost like you would if you were going on a date. You would write these like cards out, you yeah. know, in case like things got quiet, and you just yeah. like say. What's your opinion of volcanoes oh, or something like that? Did you have you read? <laughs> have you read them? How did you know? I just think we are oh. very compatible. Right. Well, I have to come up with a different one then. It's the lava. 
Do you know what I told Louise that paras- the paracetamol joke? You know the paracetamol thing. <laughs> How's that one go? I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna not gonna say because I think I say it wrong anyway, and go I on, don't want no. On. The more important point was no. Louise looked at me and goes, "That's a pretty good joke." Did you make that up yourself? Did she? <laughs> wow, what a fool! Can it? Can I tell a joke to you? Yes. Is it the um, why is it no? Why does everyone have a headache in the jungle, as I would? It's what, well, why does everyone... Oh, is that what it is? Because the pirates eat them all. Right, that doesn't yeah. make any sense, does it? Why is there no painkillers pain in the jungle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the pirates eat them all. Right. So, I've got a good knock... <laughs> I've got a good joke. Yeah. It's a knock-knock joke, but you've got to start it. Okay. Okay. Knock-knock. Who's there? <laughs> I'm confused. That's a good joke, isn't it? I'm confused.com. <laughs> That's a good joke. Anyway, should we play some games? I'm, I feel foolish. <laughs> no. Yes, let's play some games. You've been tricked. First up, time killers. I just put away my small <laughs> set of drums there. Because there's drum solo. Do you like that? Is there no end to your talents, Ross? Thanks very much. So do you want to read out the characters you can be on this one-on-one fighting game? Because unlike most arcades, it doesn't give you a timer, which is ironic because it's called Time Killers. Yeah. To like pick things so we can leisurely just look at each character. So the idea is that the, the uh, characters from throughout time... Yes, and okay. future, I'm guessing. Yeah. So I'll go first. Uh, Rancid, and he's like a punk, and he's got a chainsaw. Yeah, I looked on Wikipedia, and you see how he's got an X next to his head? Charles Manson, I think. Yeah, good one, yeah. Wow. Isn't it the um, nice. anniversary of the murders? Is it? Oh, it's like that bean is a murder. Oh. Next up is, what? what's Onion? he called? Onion? <laughs> At least Orion. Orion. Yeah. Um, he's like, he looks, well, he's a black man with... Um, futuristic tech on his head yeah which looks, looks like braces from like the simpsons or something when she gets the braces uh next up thug he looks like um he looks like a caveman yeah yeah he looks like a barmaid that served me a, a bar sorry a, a barman that doesn't bar person who served me yesterday oh. and who was useless oh god wolf now, I would buy a beer if it had Wolf's face on it because he's a, like a night-type dude and he's also got like, what do you call that over the U's, the two dots? Oh, yeah, like the German sort of two dots. Wolf. Ironically, he's meant to be English and he's supposed to wield Excalibur. Oh, okay. Uh, Leaf, I think it is. He's a Viking. You know the Vikings didn't actually have horns on the helmet? Did they not? Common misconception. You just smash them, don't you? I do. Next up is, I can't, what? Musashi. Musashi. He's like a kind of, like, guy from feudal Japan, kind of samurai type dude. Uh, samurai, isn't he? Well, mm. this is Mantas. And Mantas, I think, <laughs> <laughs> is from the same uh, developer who came up with uh, that banana dude. Oh, Nana. <laughs> Nana. Yeah, um, he's probably a futuristic type. I think he's the the comedic, uh, the comic relief. This guy, this character, isn't <laughs> he? He's this guy. If ever they made figures, he'd be the one <laughs> yeah. that they'd probably have a stockpile of in some warehouse because no one wants to buy them. Exactly. And last up is Matrix. Oh, she's like some sort of like. Well, she's very happy. She looks like Sonya Blade, basically. She's got a headband that's like 
metallic so mm-hmm. does that mean she's from the future yes uh, Mantas can I just say that Mantas is supposed to be like <laughs> he looks like Brundlefly actually doesn't he or uh, I think he's supposed to look like a praying Mantas yeah what um, what character should I pick uh, there's a wealth of them well I think you should go for uh, let's go for number one Rancid you want Rancid mm, yeah <laughs> fucking uh, drums so the computer picked Rancid as well that's pretty cool that that's is pretty cool, cool actually the, all the background's falling away Oh, we're traveling through time. What's going on here? Postmodern. Yes, she can detach limbs, as I've just proven. Hang on a second. You just cut his arm off with a chainsaw, and now he's the arm is still sitting on the ground, and he's just trying to. <laughs> Hang on, which one are you? Are you the one? I'm the, the one on the right now. With no arm. Yeah, okay, right, I'm so he's got your arm. <laughs> oh, now I've oh got no God. arms. Now I am armless. Tis but a flesh wound. Uh-huh. This is wild. This I wasn't expecting this. Like, so you're on top of a rooftop in like uh, fucking Blade Runner. Ah, uh, yeah. Feudal Japan. No. <laughs> I don't know how to do any of the moves. It's- I read somewhere if you press all the buttons together, that does something, but it's not That's doing just, it. Oh, you cut his arm off. Oh, you killed him. Mm-hmm. But how does he come back? Is there just like a never-ending supply of them? Or is time travel in it? Yeah, so. time travel answers all questions, yeah, of doesn't course. it? I wonder how the, the, the program works to decide when you cut a limb off and when you don't cut a limb off. He oh, kicked me bum bum there. I passed like. the joypad over to Thomas. Sorry, you use the joystick. Yeah, uh, if, uh, what you meant to say was I'll just step to one side and let. Uh, oh, there yeah, we had a clock ticking there. Well, yeah, more of that in time to come. That's the f- nice, nice time pun. First reference to, to any sort of time thing. Got to be Mantas. I uh, see so you've got a soft spot for that guy. Oh, I've got a soft spot for him, all right. Don't know what that means. We're going back to the past to kick some. Ass. It's Why does it come up with that weird loading screen? I don't know. There? Oh man, this can fly. And he's from space. Oh. Is this on super, super hard mode or something? <laughs> Mantas does something else, like, honestly. <laughs> if I haven't got, like, green blood. Oh, I haven't. It does have sort of. Ow! Procedural, uh. Oh, yeah, nice. Procedural, uh, damage to the characters. Yeah, that looks so shit, doesn't it? Oh, man, that's his eyes. He was, he was eyes. making love to us with his eyes. <laughs> My brother used to have some rock monsters. Do you remember them? Oh, yeah, they were class. Uh, they were really, really hard to, to put together. What the fuck? Oh, he just totally kicked the fuck out of you there. So he stunned us and then he just... He took his... every limb off you. That seemed unfair. I can't do any... Is it? I can't do any special moves. Have you recently painted this this cabinet, Ross? <laughs> oh yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's lovely. It's a lovely smell. I just gained some health there, I think. Did you? Didn't. Oh fucking hell! Well then, you've just lost it again. This is fucking shit. It's good though. I think it's time for a an insightful topic for debate. Do you think, Ross? 
He's, he's nodding his head in time with the... Um, are you going for Mantas? Oh, no. No, no, I'm going to be Leaf because I think when I played it on the Mega Drive, because it's also on the Mega Drive, ladies and gentlemen, when he won, he went, Odin! And I thought of like a, like a metal band. Wow. Carry on. So, a question for you. Uh, what is Deja Vu? I mean, like, what is it? Oh, whoa. That's like so insightful. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or like, have you seen the size of my axe? Whoa. And my axe. Yeah. And my axe. Have you got pants on? Do you think that's a good impression of Brian Blessed, who didn't play him? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> was it Brian Cox that played him? No, no, it wasn't. It was the Welsh guy who actually got done for... Uh, no. He got done for doing some bad stuff, I think. Did he? But he's also an A, Indiana Jones. Bad A, bad day. Actually, uh, he did something. I don't know what it was. He, he did something bad recently. Did he toss a dwarf? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sick reference. But what do you think it is, though, Deja Vu? Um, I think our brains like to work in patterns and stuff like that and, like, draw similarities with things we've already experienced. For instance, that's why when you're, like, if you're scared of heights and you've had a bad experience with heights, if you back up there, you get, like, you get fearful, don't you? You get the, the fear. Right, okay. So I just think deja vu is like something you've experienced once before that's slightly similar and then your mind goes, oh, I've, I've been here before. Right. Also, our conversations tend to be very repetitive, Tom, which I've noticed from our podcast. So maybe it's deja vu is just us being really repetitive with the shit we're saying. Do you listen to the podcast, like? You forced me to. Oh, wow. sorry, the producer does. Wow. I didn't think you really would. <laughs> I, I just stop in intervals. Have you been them? Yeah, but I totally just hide them. <laughs> That's what he's not playing. Odin! So is he supposed to be Thor? No, that because that would mean they would have to pay rights or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, that's rights. What do you think Deja Vu is then? Um, I think it's your brain tricking itself into thinking it's lived a moment before, but it's just getting confused with uh, present. So the way it feels like I've definitely I've definitely experienced this before. You definitely haven't. It's just there's a little wire loose in your brain that's for some reason making you you think it's it's making everything seem like you have, but you haven't. So I don't. I, I, yeah, I just think it's um, it's. Uh, 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 uh. You don't think it's a glitch in the matrix? I think it's a glitch in me. Me dicks. Ah, uh, by the way, I beat Rancid during oh, wow. that insightful comment from Tom. That was good. And now after... Oh, look. Oh, wow. Matrix look. lives on a different planet, which is all multicultural. Mantas. Sorry, Mantas. Is that a collection of dildos in the background, or is yeah. it just pleased to see you? <laughs> the architecture in this planet is very, like... Just like a sex the, dungeon, really. The music sounds like... Uh, listen. Oh, sorry, like, I died the minute you turned the volume off. Sounds like... Um, the, yeah. the fight between Spock and... Um, Oh, it does a bit. That. Oh, he can fire laser beams out of his eyes. That seems unfair. He's too hard. I would love to get to the final boss. Do you know what the final boss is? What? Death. (gasps) Why is he not Father Time? Ah, it could have been, couldn't it? Well, they missed a trick there, didn't they? They could have made him into like a really like fucking mad version of Father Time. Oh, he's beating you. Yeah, to be honest, I think I've had me fill. You reckon then? Yeah. What did you think? 
Yeah, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was good, but um, not for me. No. Rescue comrades who have been captured in Force Bank Time. We've located them in the Time Warp Scanner Warriors. Uh, you can't read it. That was too, it was really fast, that wasn't it? The World Wars. Right. Like what? What the fuck? Well, the World Wars, Tom. You not read your history books? No, but, the world, but why? World Wars, but why? I but, don't know. Man's great, like anger at each other and stuff. The injustice of of everything. But also, Is that what you're trying to say? But there's that. But right. also, why can I only shoot in one weird angle? Try the other buttons, maybe. Ah, oh, I don't like it already. Oh, it's the Garnox Lair podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Look, there's nothing else. This is shit because I can't shoot in any other direction. But like up to the top left corner, what the fuck? Oh, listen up. Am I missing something? May I have a go on the joypad when I die? Oh. I already did. There you go. I already did. Oh, we're in the primitive age. D scanner, primitive age. So, do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So basically, listen, you're going up the screen. Um, there's enemies. Like, there's a guy just like in a blue vest, and there's a guy in a green vest, and there's a guy in a red vest. It's kind of like R-type, but you're on the ground. And it's shit. <laughs> it's turned um, as... Look, I've picked up Roy. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just worse because I'm a big guy target now. <laughs> you picked you picked up Roy and nothing happened apart from he took your shirt off. <laughs> and, and it seems like the, the amount of bullets you can fire are completely dependent on, on what the enemy's doing because the, the system can only handle so many things on screen at once. You notice that? It's like yeah. Your, your weapon's slowing down when he's shooting. And you're shooting at a jeep. There's a guy in a jeep. There we go. It's just melting the bed that took ages to kill. But oh, that fires rockets. You can only fire into, into this corner. I think you need to get into that. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a time machine. Ah, oh, I was right. Oh, we've we, located them in the time warp scanner. Sirius is waiting for your help. Oh, have you gone back to start the level? No. Oh, no. That looks like um, cannon fodder. But shit. What oh, are dinosaurs? They? I didn't know dinosaurs fired projectiles at, at each other. Nah. Are these stegosauruses? Oh, fuck's sake. Are they stegosauruses or triceratops? Oh, look, them things, they're ancient, them. Other <laughs> <laughs> them. Are they crabs? crabs? <laughs> of all the things to put in their like, game. And all of them are just firing. Oh, there's Thug. Oh, yeah, because I. Uh, they're just firing fucking whatever. <laughs> spit. Are they just spitting at you? Do you know what's weird? The control, where, the way you fire the gun, right? I thought the controls haven't been set up properly or something. But I'm starting to feel like that is actually the controls. It's fucking stupid, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's really weird. So basically, listen, you're firing at like a, a north east, a northwesterly direction. Like the wind. You're firing into the wind. You're pissing into the wind. Like, you oh. know when you've had that fantasy that if you had a machine gun, you'd fire you in look, the air? Look, go, I can't... No! That's kind of what's happening constantly on this but game. But the thing is, right, they're hiding... I can't shoot them! No. But they can shoot me with a fucking axe through a wall! 
<gasps> oh, you didn't just. Fuck it. You don't have to kill them, Tom. You know what fucking pisses me off about games? Oh, there's a token black guy, look. Yeah, he was carrying token a rock black launcher. Caveman, even though all of the cavemen would have been black. So that's racist. No, actually. Oh, hang on, look. Um, what they're called? Neanderthals. Yeah, they they were gin the ginger gene comes from them. <laughs> Does it really? Oh, this is <laughs> This could be the worst game I've ever played. <laughs> ever. Not Tom, you're going for me life savings. <laughs> putting some more kinds of sorry, sorry Louise, you're not going out for tea. Ooh! Uh -huh. Oh, game just got good guys because I can't get them down there. I can't get them down there. What's well, a progress the screen? There's or? nothing I can do. You've so got to I'm, kill that thing. I know, but I can't. How can I get to it when I can't go in the, the only You've area? You've hit it twice. <gasps> hey, listener. Imagine if they dug up a dinosaur that looked like that. I'm going to try and describe it to you. Well, it looks like a critter. Do you right. remember critters? Critters. Oh, they made a new critters. Oh, there's a new one coming out. Oh, Might what a this fucking year. surprise! So, Ross, the producer asked asked an insightful uh, debate question during the first game, and he has another one during the second game. Right. Say that we can try and... Ooh, I'll try and say that again, shall I? <laughs> oh, this game's got us all up a height. I know, I'm, I'm trying my best to concentrate Just on keep going. killing them. So say we can time travel, right? You're living in a world where you can time travel. Should we? No, no, but... But should we? Wow. Listeners wouldn't have see, seen the lovely, like, hand gesture you, you give us. Yeah. When that happened. Yeah, that's awful, that's screaming, isn't it? Well, of course we shouldn't. Oh, Accident there's a second player. Yeah, I accidentally <laughs> clicked two players when you were going should. Oh. So um, do you know what I mean? No, well, obviously not. We shouldn't. Why? What's your, what's your reservations? Tell me your reservations, Ross. Well, isn't it obvious? You'd fuck up time. Right, okay, okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. There? End of... Oh, hey. and I've killed the boss. Oh, it's exactly the same animation as when you exploded the jeep. Oh, oh come on, mate. A dinosaur that looks like it's <laughs> got boobies, right? <laughs> the, the dinosaur looks like it's got boobies, but it's hi hiding them with its little hands. It's really embarrassed by it. Oh, <laughs> it's just it's come really out the shower. It's by itself. No. <laughs> no What's his fucking deal? He looks like... body shaming me. <laughs> exactly. Looks like a big fucking potato. I didn't know T-Rexes, because that's what it's meant to be. Could fire so. fire. Yeah, this is fucking bad, this though. Why have it's, I got no rockets? At some point, the pe people who made this game would have looked at it and went, that's it, guys, it's in the bag. <laughs> it, actually, there's a collection of SNK games come out. I wonder if this is it on there. What is it? The, the worst games that we're, we're embarrassed of these games almost as much as this dinosaur is embarrassed of his tits. I bet you the control methods, we've got it wrong in some way. Must be. It, it must be. Name one redeeming feature about this game right now. Um, you can't, can you? Tell me more about why you don't want to travel travel through time. Because it would fuck up time. Okay. Like, tell me now, if you could go back in time, you would change loads of things in your life, wouldn't you? Accidentally. Well, I wouldn't be sitting here. Oh, I know. I'd still find you, babe. I'd, be I'd on still find you. Right, I'm going to go. Hang on, I just shot. I just shot directly forward there. Did you? I I did that by accident once. Is there any of the other buttons there? He does it when you when you respawn. He shoots forward once, and then that's it. There's always some sort of tease. 
Mate, a tease. It's like, here's a normal game for you. Uh, oh, we're not on. a normal game. I don't think you can get us if I'm down there. But I can't get him. Can you imagine this? On the arcade? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you meant just, can you imagine this? I'm, I'm living it right now. You've hit him. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. No. Here we go. No. I bet you the thought that we're like, oh, hey, I'll tell you what, we've got the fucking, the rival to Smash TV here, like, we're going to take their crown. Right, that's it, I've had enough. <laughs> okay. Just smash the, 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 the arcade, the pieces. Yeah, fuck it. This is funny, isn't it? <laughs> what, what's tickled you so much? <laughs> the fact that you you hit that same thing like four times. Well, I couldn't. Bang. I couldn't help it. <laughs> uh, volcano. Ah. Oh, wow. Wow. This is something else, isn't it? Is this board made out of the body of Christ or something? <laughs> it looks like flesh. It yeah. Looks like the Necronomicon. The Necronomicon Ex Mortis. Uh huh. Oh, right down the middle spout. So this is a uh, time scanner. Mm hmm. How time scanner? How is that the name? Why is it not called time ball or time pinball or tin pin time ball or pinball? Oh, that would be a good name. Or pinball. Time ball. Time ball. Yeah. It's shit, isn't it? It's. I mean, it's not good. Like. Oh. I'm terrible at pinball games anyway. Is there more than this level? More I than don't this know. Thingy. I want to see some more. Like time, time tunnel. Time tunnel. And then the other side, they've replicated it. And it says Leonard Emmett. Leonard Emmett. Oxyic. Leonard Emmett. He sounds like a local MP. Yeah. Who, who's had like problems. Do you know that MPs point with their thumb? Have we been through this? I feel like we have. Yeah, have. Oh, it's a tease. Do you remember that comedy show where it was... Was it called Time Tunnel? Called what? Time Tunnel. Oh, I don't know. That's what, what it says up there. Where this they would, like... It was a talking heads kind of comedy, so it had, like... Um, who wrote Alan Partridge again? What was he called? Um, oh, shit. Um... Uh, um uh, 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 I can't remember. It's like, oh shit, what's well, his on it. name? It doesn't matter. He's on it anyway. It does ring a bell, actually, Time Tunnel. So, Armando Unity. Yeah, well oh, done, you got it. sit on my face. So, they would, like, talk about things that had happened, or things that were happening right now in the future. Okay. I think it was called Time Tunnel. But again, as I'm going to reify, we're not Googling anymore on the, on the podcast, so if we're wrong, we're wrong. Yeah. Oh, I did well there. That went straight down the fucking flap. Oh. <laughs> oh, you got a $5,000 bonus. 5,000 times one. Five, That's good. 5,000 time tunnel points. <laughs> <laughs> so I can imagine how many times I can go to slow shields with that. Oh, I didn't even get it up the fucking... <laughs> yeah. You've managed to be worse at this game than me. Shit. Which is a very difficult thing. I never claim to be any good at. Um, I've, I've got to. I've got to. It, it, this can't be the only um, thing. It can't be, man. 
Wow, the the volcano like erupted. Yep. A little bit. I knew that. It's just a tiny bit. Yeah. It's no crack at all, I'll tell you that much. Name a volcano, Ross. Oh, I can't. Oh, I've gone back up um, the top. Oh, back <laughs> the one in Yellowstone Park. Is oh. that even a... Is hey, it, one? Uh, it's just called Yellowstone Volcano, isn't it? What's your next like question, or do you have to read it out? Oh, we'll, uh, we'll get to that. From your, your notes. But you says, give us strict instructions if I went to read it out. You said, right, right when stuff's starting to... When you hit the lull... <laughs> well, this game you... never hit a high. <laughs> oh, I got some classy sound effects, though. I will say that much. You know when you've got, like, infinite cabinets and you can play any arcade game from, like, the past? Uh -huh. And you're sitting there playing this time tunnel. Yeah. You know you've wasted your life. Yeah. And if I could go back in time, I would stop that from happening. So there oh, you go. Right, okay. That's a lovely, that's a nice uh, time loop. I beat you. I beat you by quite a way, actually. You make everything into a competition, Tom. And 90,000 points versus 20 wasn't exactly a close competition. <laughs> Leonard Emmett. <laughs> Hold on, I'm just, all right, doesn't matter. Oh, hang on. Tilt, tilt. Don't tilt it. Are you tilting it? Ah, uh, you can tilt it with the joystick. Yeah, but if you tilt it, then it'll um, lock your pal just... panels. Pal paddles? Destroy um, the time-space continuum. Destroy an exit. Right, okay, Ross. We, I really wanted to see another... Um, Table? Yeah. Well, you're never gonna. I really want to, though. We're not even sure if they have. You can't choose them at the start, can you? No. It, they can't have designed this game called Time Scanner. And there's only <laughs> one table. And it's about it's like themed around a volcano or some shit. Yeah, but you can't know, be. they're very like. What's that got to do with time? Oh, they're worldly, aren't they? Are they? <laughs> if anything, the the most worldly thing going. <laughs> well, you know. So. Oh, this game fucking sucks. Stinks, doesn't it? It's got a shit attitude. <laughs> what about this for a question? Oh fuck! Right, okay. So I can see this. You're at a really low ebb. What is time, really? If not just a social construct designed to control us, I mean, what does it actually mean to be on time? On whose time? What does it mean to be late, Ross? What does it mean? Um, so, you know, is it the start of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where he goes on about money? Okay. I seen this thing when I was growing up and I was only young and it was some, like, 70 science fiction, right? And he was on this beach this guy and he was talking about money All right. and how like it's completely pointless uh -huh. do you know what i mean we've made up this thing that we're living by yeah that's absolutely useless so what you're trying oh was it a little face yeah it was a little face do you think like times like that as well well it there's some science behind it i suppose as in time does Something's moving forward because, oh my god, I did it again. Because, um, like the world's spinning and stuff, mm -hmm. but it doesn't. The actual concept of time isn't anything. So when you talk about, oh, you've got to be at work at, at nine o'clock, it's like why? Oh, because that's when this happens. Why? <laughs> yeah. You could be a little kid about it. Why? Jesus. Because that's that's when we've decided who did, or me. And then if you don't conform to that concept of time you, you're you not a, a useful or suitable member of society no that's true um, 
Like if you can't manage money, you're not a useful member of society, are you? Exactly. Now, I genuinely believe, you know how there's people who've got dyslexia? Oh, yeah. There's people who've got um, dyspraxia. What is dyspraxia? I think dyspraxia is where you have trouble with your like left and right and, and um, actually sort of motor, motor skills and stuff like that, I think. Oh, right. Um, now, there's one for mathematics as well, isn't there? Uh, I can't remember what that's called. Now, I, I genuinely think there's one for um, telling time and stuff because I really struggled with just the concept of, of like, how long it's going to take to get somewhere or what time I need to get out of bed to get to this place and stuff like that. Like, I genuinely struggle sometimes working it out. But you're rarely late. I'm, you're not that sort of person. I'm rarely late. Wow. Yeah. I mean... Well, there's occasions where you're not... I'm really late. On but time. I'm, re- I'm really late, but I'm never on time. Uh, <laughs> I uh, that, that that would be your bio, wouldn't it? Like on <laughs> Tinder or something. Yeah, MySpace. <laughs> I'm not late. The day's just early. Something and then there's a picture lines. of a oh, cat shit. with a lollipop and it's yeah. ass. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been on my Tinder profile? <laughs> so um, I, I, when I had MySpace, uh, and I really made it MySpace. You know, you could choose... Did you have a MySpace account you wanted to? No, of course not. So you could choose... like, Oh, woo! You, you, that was good. You could choose a, um, a song to play when someone went onto your page, which oh, was pretty nice. cool. Oh. That's better than YouTube. Oh, it, was, it was better than uh, Facebook. YouTube, Facebook. So you, you could also like choose the background image, and my background image was the Earth from space. Yes. But it actually, like, it turned the... The, um, the sun was live, so, like... There was a shadow of the moon across the sun, uh, across the earth, and you saw like the lights. So it was kind of like it matched up with actual time. So if you went on MySpace at eight o'clock at night, then it would be dark. The picture would be yeah. dark over the UK and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. But um, but yeah, then uh, then I started writing a blog thing on there. You could write a blog, uh, and I, I thought I was really funny writing stuff on there. But in hindsight, forgive which me. Which is always twenty twenty. It wasn't funny. Forgive me, but why was it why was it a failure than MySpace? Why um, why was MySpace a failure but Facebook is a success? Justin Timberlake tried to revive it, didn't he? Did he? I tried don't to, know. He tried to make it more of a music scene thing than anything else. Um, I think Facebook's just more accessible and it takes less effort because it's it's a very low effort social media. If you just look at the posts that are on Facebook every single day, Facebook now. Is, is basically, it's, it's exactly who you would expect to be on there. So every time you go on Facebook now, it's posts of, um, right at this moment in time, it's it's pictures of kids going to school because the people who are on it now, a couple of, like 10 years ago when you went on it, five, 10 years ago, it was uh, pictures of people getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's pictures of their kids going to school because it's just following that generation. The generation that first started going on Facebook. Right. It's in the same way that, and this is a good thing, and uh, like the streaming sites um, and a lot of just media and games, I suppose, to a certain extent, are really just pumping out products that are really aimed at like our generation. And uh, I would include us in the same generation, Ross, yeah? I agree with that, yeah. So you've got, I mean, who would have thought you would get a fucking Dark Crystal TV series, which apparently is absolutely amazing? Uh, like, you wouldn't get that unless the, the demographic... Uh, if people that are signing up to uh, to Netflix are exactly those people that you want to please, you know what I mean? So, 
I thought about that. That it's like a it's a two end for the people who are creating this product because they know that people of my age will want to watch it. Although to be honest, I've never seen the original Dark Crystal movie. I did a long, long time ago, um, around about the same time as Willow and stuff. So I got confused between them. But if I had kids, I'd force them to watch this. Yeah. Because I'd be like, oh, I like that when I grow up. Dad, no, man. <laughs> and and I'll tell you, that's why I'm getting sick of Star Wars. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting sick of Star Wars because there's a feel to it now. Uh -huh. I mean, it's not as bad as the prequels, but there's a feel to the like the product, and I'm just sick of it. I'm sick, like I'm sick of how it's. What about the Mandalorian? No, you look. Do you think that's going to no, be I'm good? No, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm, 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 I'm out. I'm officially out. I might watch the last Skywalker the saga. Last, yeah, and that's it. I've had enough of them. Are you, is it like? Are you just putting your fucking foot down here? Oh, I have definitely is, put my foot in. I have to say this is a really attractive side of your. Cheers. Well, I, I, I kind of like. <laughs> I almost call myself Egg. Well. You kind of like I, I kind of uh, had that sort of moment with Marvel stuff. Oh yeah. And um I mean look for the Disney channel, right? Look at some of the stuff that's coming out for it, right? A She Hulk movie. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. a She Hulk series. Yeah. There's a look. Oh, we're not series. really like very low in the barrel right now <laughs> of ideas. Like there's too many fucking super like just imagine I if you didn't like superhero films, there's about 20 or 25. Oh, he's, Sorry, it's we've erupted. Just, we've just erupted the volcano. Shit. In multiple balls. Multi-ball. 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 Three balls in play. Multi-ball. Oh, they all go. Wow, they all... And that's oh. it. And that was it. That's that's the beauty of pinball. Like just when you thought you were actually achieving something. Got well, big score, but good. what does it mean? I'm still. I honestly thought when we got volcano comp like full, we'd, we'd move on to a different world. Nah. Hang on. I'm not having another go as well. I put it, me foot back down. It says time tunnel in the top. I wonder if I get into that tunnel, I'll I'll go to a different ball. I tried that, but I can't. It's two screen, ladies and gentlemen. You won't <laughs> know that. And at the, the very first screen, which is, it has its own paddles, the first screen. On the left hand side is time tunnel. And on the right hand side, Tom? Uh, Leonard Emmett. Which is essentially time tunnel, tunnel backwards. Yep. And I, for the life of me, I can't get into that fucking hole. <laughs> listener, oh listener, Russ can get in that fucking hole for the life of him. Mm. Anyway, I was I was talking oh, about why shit. I hate Marvel movies. Oh yeah, I. She-Hulk man. Yeah. I tell you what, no one gets in touch apart from the core demographic of who who often get in touch. If that makes yeah. any sense. But is anyone actually intrigued in, in looking forward to She-Hulk? Is anyone going to get Disney streaming service? We're tempted. Pardon? Oh, uh, we're, we are tempted. Are my wife and I. Well, you're just like opulent, aren't you? You can Stop. buy anything. Stop this. Just like... I'm not. I'm certainly not. I'll tell you, when McLeaner came in the Ooh. other day... <laughs> shoot again, it says. I'll shoot again, all right. I'll... I'll my volcano's going to erupt in a minute. When's it coming out in the UK, the um, Disney one? 
Uh, I don't know. Well, um, Sarah Connor was saying it kind of already is, isn't it? But it's oh, oh no, legal, illegally, yeah. I don't know. If you hate your VPN and you pretend you're in, in America, you can yeah. watch it. I assume you can watch anything if you do that. Trust. Well, not anything. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. You couldn't watch. Boing. Careful. I don't know. Someone going back in time for real. Oh yeah, that's for a reals. good point. That's a lovely segue. Nothing really seems to be happening. Tom, you're um, pretty good at this, though. Yeah, well, yeah. But, I mean, it's a skill that, I, like, I'm glad oh. I haven't got this skill. You know, sometimes <laughs> when you look at other people and you're like, God, I wish I could play guitar like them, or I wish I could drive like them. But this is one of the skills where I'm like, nah, I'm all right. You're good. This is like if you find out you, some your friend could eat seven cheeseburgers at <laughs> once in five seconds. Yeah. You wouldn't be arsed, would you? Or if, or if, like, you found out that you you could survive... Eating uh, human shit. Oh, yeah. Can I talking of human shit? Uh-huh. So I occasionally like a, a McDonald's milkshake when oh, I'm yeah. uh, when I'm hungover. Isn't that funny? I was thinking about. Ooh. Oh, he's got it in the tunnel. Oh yes. Oh, his little face. Get him. His little face. So he went into the time tunnel, and it's a different table. Oh. But it's it's instantly shit, Tom. Isn't it? <laughs> it's really shit. It's, it's like actually worse than the oh, other one. Oh god, it's so. But I bet you can get it right up that hole in the middle. Oh. Collect ball. Collect ball. I'll collect ball, Larry. Listen to music, listener. The design of the table is essentially the same, though, isn't it? Yeah, I can't really see anything down and the bottom here. There's a, like a ball thing. I can't see. It's horrible. The, the imagery. <laughs> Who'd have thought we'd spend the majority of the Gonox player playing this fucking piece of well, shit? Well, it's you. You were desperate to see this table. And I know. You're successful. And... But the thing is, Ross, there's more. There's, there's more, I think. Mm. Imagine it went to like... shit is this? Imagine it just had like a... The 70s one. What's that noise? I don't know. Oh, I got right in the hole, didn't I, Ross? Can I finish me, me oh, McDonald's sorry, yeah. story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like a McDonald's milkshake when I'm hungover, right? And uh, I got it. And, you know, has everyone heard the hoo-ha? Apparently plastic... It's fine if we get rid of plastic straws. Uh-huh. Global warming ain't going to take place if we get rid of plastic straws, so it's fine. I bet you need six plastic straws just to get through a fucking McDonald's milk, uh, milkshake. Paper straws, sorry. Yes, and the paper straws don't recycle. Yes, In yes. the end, I just took the lid off and drank the fucking milkshake what? like a barbarian. <laughs> and I had it all over my face. And there was a little kid looking at us. I felt like saying, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> oh, fucking get in. <laughs> shit shit experience because when I came I was wondering why is he giving us like oh. about eight straws here you know has he not got the memo about like the straws they're worse than like the worst contraband you can get but so then I started sucking and it was like nothing was coming yeah, I was like yeah. there must be a defective straw no no, no they're all like that it kept mushing yep, what you, a fucking shit experience you, can, <laughs> <laughs> you have a go on the futuristic one. Oh, I bet I keep you on the futuristic one um, yeah, no, the, the paper ones are just the fucking devil's fucking. They're like the, that's what I imagine the devil's cock would be like, made of paper, paper straw. Um, because even if you were like the sort of person that was probably into like Satanism and stuff, like, you'd still be a total dickhead. So you go, suck my cock. And like, and, like someone will go, yes, sire. 
and then like you'd be like, my cock's made of paper straw, and it'd be like rubbish. <laughs> well, ha ha ha. <laughs> There's two things I'd like to say to that. First off, and we've said this before, there is a ceremony. Oh, uh, oh, oh! You got to collect the balls. I bet you something happens when you collect all the balls. Yeah. I bet you like. I hope it doesn't happen. I bet it's like when you got to Marty, Marty. We got to get the what's it called? The, the flux capacitor. Yeah. Fill the, fill the flux capacitor with your semen, Marty. We've got to go in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Just touch right there, Marty. Doc, Rigorously move it. <laughs> Doc, with my what? you got to fill it with my what? That's quite a good uh, Michael J. Fox, yeah. isn't it? With your semen, Marty. No time to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Dad, I've been going back to the future. And how exactly have you been doing that? Well, I've been flitting. Oh. Oh. But that's kind of like a, 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 like a family guy it is. Uh, in fact, I think that might have been stolen directly from Family Guy. Really? No. Yeah. Deja vu. Damn it. So, can I just say me two things about the Satan thing that you were talking about? Oh yeah. <laughs> First <laughs> off, you had to go back. There's Sorry. a there's a band. There's a um. First off, there's a kind of ceremony where you're supposed to kiss the devil's arsehole, wasty farts. Was that at the end of a banana? That's the devil's anus, isn't it? The end of a banana. Oh, oh you collected another one. And secondly, hey, go on. I've never told thoughts. you this before, Tom, but you know, I hate the taste of like, you know, cotton wool in your mouth. Oh, yes. Or, or like a hanky. Right. It, it, like it actually, it's unbearable to right, me. Right, okay. So what do you think paper straws taste like to uh, me when yeah, they're yeah. like going funny? Well, I, I, Kelly's, Kelly bought a load of metal straws. Oh, they're fun. Oh, they're fun. So you know what you're going to end up with? All you're going to end up with, yeah, is a generation of people with, like, totally fucked up teeth because they've been using metal straws and st in, in lieu of plastic straws. You know how you've got, like, you, you can usually tell when someone um, was brought up with a dummy and they didn't get the dummy taken off them, like, uh, early enough because it, it does actually affect the shape of their mouth. Right. So you, there's some people out there who you can tell if you look at their mouth, they've been, uh, when they were young, when they were a baby, they had a dummy for too long. I did not know this. yeah, yeah. Um, that's Dr. Tom here. Who's is that doing, I was going to say. This is based on absolutely this, nothing. This reeks of a Gunnox lair, completely bullshit fuck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's called Dummy Mouth. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know Dummy Mouth? Could you describe Ooh. the assailant? Oh, he's got to a new way. Uh, oh, this game's fucking amazing. Could you describe the assailant to the policeman? Yeah, uh, he had a dummy mouth. <laughs> a dummy mouth, you say? Yes, we know the man. Now we're in um, sort of ancient Egypt and there's a pyramid in the background. You oh, like I, this game now, don't you? I do, actually, yeah. Totally typical kind of Egyptian music, yeah. That's what you get for singing that annoying song. Fucked it. Starting to start again. Didn't no, no. Didn't I'll do the background. You do the. Didn't No, you can do both. Didn't Garmoon. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Garmoon. Oh, yeah. Didn't <laughs> Fuck yeah. I missed. I missed. I am aware, listeners, before you write in, that I missed every single one of those notes. Um, oh, I went right down the middle of it. That's enough of that, yeah. No, I want to see what's next. Well, that's the problem. What? You can take the cabinet home with Ah, oh, okay.
So, Ross, we played three games. Mm-hmm. All three of them called Time Something. Yes. Well, that was the remit, wasn't it? Great. Back to great, them days, listeners. Great job again picking the games, I have to say. Um, <laughs> I thought, what were your thoughts? I thought the beat em up was going to be the best game, but in the end, it was actually to me. To you, yeah. Um, I would say the pinball one uh, it got the most excitement out of the pinball one, as you could probably tell. I could tell, yeah. Every time we time travel to a different board, I, I'm not ashamed to say it. Well, I got, I got visibly excited. I could tell. Yeah, you could. <clears throat> I like that. But then again... You do, don't you? It, yeah, well done for doing it. Because mm-hmm. you, I don't think I advanced the the screens at all. Mm-hmm. I just um, aimed my ball at the hole and, and then it went. Yeah. So in the middle game, what was I called again? Time Soldier? I feel like there was something wrong with the controls there. Yeah, it must have been because it was absolute horse shit. It was a, it was a decent idea. Yeah, explain to me how. Well, just to shoot them up with, like, I assume you would advance through the different ages. That yeah. means, in theory, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be repetitive. Like, the the, the enemies and stuff. Right. Because imagine, you could... You, imagine. We'll probably be talking about this in the next... in You know, back in the lair. Mm-hmm. But you can, you, you know, you can... There's certain different times... Periods of times that suit themselves well for computer games. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what you could have done in that shoot them up. Uh-huh. Like the first level could have been prehistoric, which it was. Second yeah. one could be um... post historic. Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was quite funny, that one. Was um, it? No, not really. Yeah. No, I know what you mean, though. There's the scope, but, but what they decided to do instead is, is have a, a massive dinosaur who was afraid of his own boobs. I did like that. Yeah. I've got to say. I mean, I think they must have been taking the piss with that enemy. They can only be taking the piss because you had you had a lot of uh, dinosaurs spitting bubbles at you. A load of horseshoe crabs um, spitting bubbles at you. Yeah. And then a big T-Rex spitting fire at you. Mm-hmm. So, the, I mean, I hope they were taking the piss. But who's to know? Who knows? Maybe he's there, mm-hmm. right? And maybe he's in the past. That's what actually was happening. They were just uh-huh. firing like horns at each other and fire and stuff. Uh-huh. And it was all weird and freaky. Yeah. Uh, memories were good days. Yeah. Good days. I mean, some Christians don't believe dinosaurs existed. So, you know, apologies to any Christian listeners. Mm-hmm. Well, they were put there to test with. Yeah. Dinosaur fossils and bones and that. By the guy you were referring to earlier with his. Paper cock. Satan's paper cock. Yeah, so we're learning a lot about uh, Satan. Satan has a paper cock, uh-huh. and he also goes around the planet, sticking bones into the ground uh-huh. to make we believe that the Earth's actually older than the Bible says by creating these animals. So Satan goes around sticking his bone into Mother Earth, does he? I bet he does. On that double entendre, why don't we just leave this this time period? Leave this place. And go Travelling. Yeah, shall we? Do you want to rev up the engine? What's this, the magic speed? We've 88 got a, miles per hour. 
Well, you can achieve that if you want. You have to fill up that fuck's capacity. Is there any? Oh, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> um, is there any other questions you want to ask from your your notes? No, uh, that's that's all the producer asked us to to ask. So yeah. you wanted one for each game, I say. <laughs> that was the general idea. Okay, it was a general idea. I understand. Grand success, Gonox player. Shall we? Is this layer two point I believe so. Yeah, right, we'll head back to layer four point it's confusing that why don't we just rebrand it as Lair. Just the Lair. The Lair. Lair what though? Neo Lair. Just the Lair. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I've often said this. If you just l- listened to this podcast, you wouldn't know what the fuck we're going on about. Why don't we just. Why don't we start from ground zero and stop referring to ourselves anymore and just start from the start? My name's Ross. This is Tom. Oh, I'm in a time loop. Oh my god, welcome to the Gonox player. Uh, we're going to play some games. But that's the kind of noise that would happen, isn't it, if you went through time? What do you think? That's if you went through backwards. Oh. Speaking of going through time, hello, future us. Yeah, hello. The, I can't um, remember. <laughs> we played the um, that Time Soldiers. We played Time Scanners, which was a pinball game for some which reason. Which you loved. Well, I hated it, but then it grew on us. Like most of my relationships, uh, <laughs> especially with the games, I suppose, it got to the point where I was just really excited to see a new board. You I don't were know like... I, don't know <laughs> I, know, I can testify to that, I'll tell you. What was the first one called? Time something... It was another one, wasn't there? Mm. it? They were all called Time Something. I can't oh, remember. Oh, was that now. Beat 'em Up? Time. Uh, time Where fight. you could, like, you know, some of the characters on mm. that are funny. Man- Mantas and stuff you like that. You loved him yeah. again. Yeah, he was class. Or she. <laughs> what would it be? What would it be? Shag. I don't know. Mario. <laughs> What's the third one? I don't know. Avoid. Shag, Mary, kill. Mantas would. Is it Mantas? Mantas. He'd be up there, like she. He, oh, she. I'd I'd be up there, yeah. I'd be up there, yeah, yeah. And he's Mantas. The guitarist from Venom is called Mantas. Really, really. <laughs> That's his pseudonym. That's weird. Kronos, Mantas, and Pardon, is it? Yeah. That's the free. That is weird because my auntie's first name is Rancid. No. Character was called Rancid. Oh, right. Yeah. Does she have a, like, SWAT sticker? (laughs) Yeah. No, what did he have instead of a SWAT sticker? He had a... What did he have? I don't know. A fire symbol or something. (laughs) Was it? No, there was something there, wasn't there? Was it just some brackets? A barcode. Yeah. But yeah, there's three interesting games. As I said before, we played that. Can I play it for you? It was not three of the best games we've ever played. Mm -hmm. But I'm... Thanks for enduring it. 
I suppose I hope we made it. I hope the producer's insightful debate questions made it easier to stomach. But yeah. Anyway, on with the next bit. Okay, it's community challenge time. Oh, yes. Bitches. So we played Tomb of the Mask. Uh-huh. Thoughts, Ross? You were a big fan of this game. I loved the way it looked. Yes, I thought you would. Very um, eight bit retro, yeah. Yeah, loved the colours. Now, in the spectrum, ironically. <laughs> so it was very, very like uh, the game that we played last year, Spike City. Remember that one where you could, um, which was on the, the Halloween special, which is when we talked about that one. Right. So you, where you, you moved across the screen and you like that. So you oh. flicked it to the left or right and you had a spike on top of your head so you could stick to walls and things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Very, very similar to that. Uh-huh. Incidentally, uh, Sarah Connor won that one. All right. presented him with the voucher on the episode. Mm-hmm. He might be coming back very soon. Very soon. He. Not that soon. <laughs> yeah, he, she. Mm. So... Yeah, it was very, very similar. And when it, when the producer picked it, he couldn't believe it was a year ago when we played that Spike City because it, it, he, he was playing it and he was going, eh, hey, this is really similar. Have we played this before? But no, it was just because it was that one. It was a year ago. How time flies. It does, yeah. So. <laughs> time episode, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. So yeah, you could, um, we said you could buy the different masks which allowed you different boosts and things like that. There was some power-ups you could buy as well, just to make the most of it. But it had this multiplier thing that did sort of... Um, it it did... What's the word? Not gift, but it favoured the, the person who played the game the most, to a certain extent. I didn't realise that until mm. somebody said that on yeah. the chat. It was, and... it was up to a maximum of 20 multiplier. Oh, was it? Uh, you couldn't get any more than 20. But, yeah, that's one thing about it. Yeah, I so was a if bit you disappointed when I found that out. <laughs> but if you played it more, then you've got more chance of getting the higher score. But I mean, just because you played it more doesn't mean you're going to get the higher score because you've still got to be reasonably good at the game. I wonder how many levels I had because we only played it on the arcade mode. You see, that's right. Yeah, we didn't play the um, the normal mode. But hey, listeners, give it a gun. Free game. Yeah, I've deleted it now. By the way. Yeah. Because I got a bit addicted to it. Whoops. Yeah, and I didn't win as well, by the way, listeners. I'm spoiling that for everyone. Yeah. I got addicted to that game. I loved it, and I got How beat. How do you know you didn't win? Ah, well, yeah. So, scores. Mm-hmm. We'll start, as we always do, at the bottom. <sighs> yeah? Yeah. At Nylar, 376. Right. Thanks for keeping up the submissions. Did you say anything about it? Um... Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> he said he hates it. Oh, he hates it. No, um I don't I don't know if you did actually, I can't remember. But hey, keep listening, keep submitting those scores. One day one day that game 
one day you'll be the only person taking part and you'll win it. <laughs> mean. Carry on. <laughs> oh, I'm just joking, babe. Uh, next up, the life bath, 523. Second last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we've got Rhett, 583. Right, that's it. I fucking rage quit. I have nearly loved my phone so many times. Huh. Why? <laughs> then we got Tom with 1077. Oh. And then we got Chris Dubbs, a.k.a. Miles Dyson. Aye. With 1097. So 20 off me. That's, I'll tell you what, 20 points. That's all that's in it. That's all that's in it. Uh, Texadecimal. Texadecimal. That's not Terminator related. Incidentally, he loves that nickname. Uh, 6,600. It's not as good as Big Dollar Rob. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. T1000, 14,951. Mm-hmm. Top three. Exciting. Very exciting. We've got your man Ross, 18,119. Oh, you're going to take that one time. Huh? That was... Yeah. Oh, what was the other one? Ah, because he submitted it today. Yeah. Okay. The only reason the producer gives a deadline like that is because he knows that he doesn't want to be fucking now, updating the scores two seconds before we record the podcast. Uh, then we've got Sarah Connor with... Tw- oh, yeah, fuck it. Sarah Connor with 20,544. I usually build it up a little bit more than that, don't I? I? First place, who could it be? <gasps> I know who, who it is. Who could it be? Who could it be? Who could it be? Who the could bastard. it be? Who could it be? There's his new nickname. No, it's, well done. It's Tim Cop the Shill. 30,592 points. He scored well. He did. It was an absolute education. I think education. it was the second day or something. I was like, I, I had a score. I was like, oh, I'm doing kind of well here. Yeah. But I'll keep that score a secret. And then <laughs> he, he posted one that was like twice mine. I was like, yeah. fuck off. He kept um, sending me images of, or screenshots of his scores. And he was, he'd got 23,000 within the first couple of days or something. He'd wow. been trying to beat that the whole time. And he, and he eventually did. So, Well done. Sometimes it's just it's 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 not your day. <laughs> no, the, the best man won. You know, well yeah. done, him. Yeah, and it wasn't well, I mean, Tim Cop won. So that's why I like. Yeah, I don't think I've ever won one ever. Mm. I've just spilled my beer on myself. I don't think I put the man I was in the games. To be honest, the man I was. The man I was. I don't have the I don't have the man I was available. Or the boy I was. Well, well done, the Tim. Fantastic, Tim. Uh, there'll be another voucher uh, available here the next time you come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Or you could let me know your address and I'll send it out to you. Nice. And you might get a lovely note in the same way that Miles Dyson did nice. after he won his last one. He did. He got a lovely note from her. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. It said something about, uh, we love you, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. You signed it, remember? Mm, again? With a nice big just red pen. At, you at did. End, I just forget me life. <laughs> Class, brilliant, nice one. Na 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 na, na 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 na. Here's a message from our sponsors. The reflex is a lonely child to sing in the dark. The reflex is a bowl of dog shit, isn't that bizarre? The reflex couldn't find my arsehole even with a map. Because every little thing Reflex does is a really good reason to tune in too. So not to miss it. Sensible soccer, yeah? Yes, please. So previously on <laughs> Sensible Soccer, um, Chris Dubbs had mentioned that I'd got the call up. Mm-hmm. I got all the way to the finals and got beat by Italy 1-0. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the yeah. Sorry. 
this season, it's qualification for the Euros. So uh-huh. I stayed with England. So I decided I'll stick with them and, qual- and try and qualify. I worked it out for the calendar. I had 15 games to play uh-huh. in this season. And that's friendlies included as well as the qualifi- uh, qualifiers. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what? There's two lads that have kindly said their teams. Mm-hmm. So why don't I play seven of Chris Stubbs' uh-huh. with his his team yeah, and seven with Tim's team? Hope you're listening, guys. This is big. So I had one random game that I played myself. Just by on like what one like of the just 11? with my team. Oh <laughs> no, my my, my formation. I, I think Rose was, Blood takes on. Yeah, it was. I think it was France, but it was like just a friendly. Right. Okay. But I remember last episode I'd mentioned that friendlies are a bit boring, uh-huh. really, because there's not really much in it. Yeah. So I decided anyway. So I picked Chris Dubbs' team first. Right. Recap. Seaman, Gary Neville, Sol Campbell, Tony Adams, Stuart Pearce, Paul Ince, Darren Adderton, Rob Lee, Les Ferdinand, Peter Beardsley, Alan Shearer. Nice. That's his team. Nice. I'm sorry if it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Only Julie Chris Dubs probably knows that it's wrong. But I, don't, I hope it isn't. Nah, that's right. So the highlights of the seven games with these, these guys. I won four, I drawn one, mm-hmm. and I lost two. I have to say, Paul Ince, right? Paul Ince is highly rated on that game. Mm-hmm. But because of um, speed, he's, he's, or rather his lack of speed, yeah. and the way he sits in the very middle of the pitch, the way you play a sensible soccer, it has this flow where the, the guy who's in the middle of the pitch, or at least your two centre Midfield players get a hell of a lot of the ball, or a lot of the time they're they're trying to catch the ball, catch a player up. Right. Paul Ince is just so slow, man. Yeah. He's so slow. So I don't think I'll be keeping him. He's always uh, a heavy set lad, wasn't he? Yeah. Stuart Pearce, fantastic. I think yeah. I'll keep him. I was always a fan of Stuart Pearce. I totally forgot about the existence of Stuart Pearce. Psycho. Yeah. And um, my highest win was 6 0 against Turkey. Wow. With Chris Dubs. Um, that's a formation. That, that's uh, an absolute drubbing. I will say before I move on to Tim's, just having a mouthful of beer there, and his <sighs> dimpled glass. I will say before I move on to uh, Tim's team uh-huh. that I think Chris had the harder. I played the harder teams, oh, okay, because it didn't quite fall like where you know I played them. It didn't fall right. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't play like. I think I played two of the same teams. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Setting the scene. So Tim's team. Seaman, Gary Neville, Gareth Southgate, Tony Adams, Stuart Pearce, McManaman, Ince, Gaza, Andy Hitchcliffe, <laughs> G. Shearer and Sheranham. Shearer, Sheranham, Shearer, Sheranham. Brawn. So my highlights are one six. Wow. I drawn one and yeah. I lost none. Oh god. To be fair, again I'm saying he had the slightly easier teams. Yeah. And also to be honest with you, I had to kind of win a lot of these games because ah. the two or three that I drew uh, lost with Chris's yeah. were, were were actually High the, stakes. the you know, the weren't friendlies these right. games. 
in St. Gaza, in the middle, doesn't work at all. Oh. On Sensi. Uh-huh. Because they're both really, really slow. Did you not get on, like? No, uh, they don't. Well, they, isn't that... Now, I've fluffed this before in the past. Yeah. Isn't it during a match, Paul Ince gets a head wound and yes. he gets a white bandage put around his head uh-huh. and Gaza said later on they look like a pain of Guinness? <laughs> Did he really? Yeah, but... You know, oh, it, was the, was it, it was the eighties stroke nineties, wasn't it? So it was a different time. I it's don't a, know if Ince is uh, offended by that. He's a lovable rogue, though, isn't he, Gaza? That's the thing about him. Well, he's an alcoholic. How is he still gunning? I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you a little story. When I lived at my parents, I was upstairs just pottering around, and my dad guns. Look outside! Look outside! Paul Gascoigne's outside. And when I looked outside, across the road, doing the doorstep challenge, Paul Gascoigne knocking on someone's door. The Daz doorstep challenge? Yes. Fuck off. No, true. This is a true story. Uh-huh. Uh, my only regret is I wish I had a ran up to him and said, hey, how's it going? But I didn't. Also, where Christian used to live, he went to the local pub and playing pool was Paul Gascoigne. There's a picture of Paul Gascoigne cuddling Christian. What? Christian, yeah. Christian, I'm speaking to you directly now. I don't know if, if you're still... I, I assume he still listens to the, the podcast. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, his, his name still shows up on the on the thingy on SoundCloud. Good lad so if you do. I, I, want, I want to see this picture. Can you please somehow dig it out? I'm not saying that I don't believe it happened. I believe it happened. Yeah. But I want to see that. It will make my life a little bit more but fulfilled. You didn't if I believe the Des, Des Dort Step Challenge, did you? With, with no, I, I believe it. I just... It's unbelievable. Right. It's so crazy that... I don't even remember him doing the Daz Doorstep Challenge. I remember, uh, who, what was the other one called? Danny... Uh, Danny Baker. Danny Baker, he used to do it. Oh, what? Would you like to fucking try some I would have just closed dice? the door. <laughs> Funny <laughs> enough, I've just spilled some beer on my white t-shirt. Uh-huh. My otherwise incredibly white t-shirt. Immaculate, How yeah. white's this t-shirt, Ross? It's 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 dazzling my eyes. Dazzling. Yeah. You think we're, spon- we're sponsored by that? <laughs> yeah, no. I Ironically, use Daz. I use Surf. And the box is always a little bit too big, so it doesn't fit in me. Come on, I've got a ring. If any advertisers are listening to this, yeah. please sponsor us. I would list. I would literally sponsor anything. Oh. I would sponsor um, McDonald's milkshakes, even though I hate the fucking... Hey. That's a callback to the Garnox player there. Satan's paper, papery cock. <laughs> anyway, carrying on with the highlights of Tim's team, Sheranum, as a player, was very odd. He was, wasn't he? Very tall. So, was he tall? No, he wasn't. No, he no, was no. meant to be the thinking man's player, wasn't he? He, he was meant to be like uh, like several moves ahead of people because he was slow, <laughs> Kasper, physically crap. The Kasparov of soccer. Yeah, he was like, oh. But why I say that is, I got a few penalties with him and he was taking them because mm-hmm. you can't fucking delegate who takes the penalties. It's what? crazy. I know. Oh, for fuck's sake. You don't know when someone's injured or you don't know what's wrong with him. Oh. That's the Tom speech. The Tom Gordo speech. Why was this game so popular? Because <laughs> it's fucking class. <laughs> anyway, when he was... So, when I was taking shots with him sometimes, I would smash the button to, to, to do a shot. Yeah. Because it's a single button game and, you know, the duration of the time you press the button. Oh, or sometimes right, okay. if you, you you put after touch on so you can pull back for a high vo- like to clearance okay. kind of thing. But I would smash the ball with Sheranum and he would just place it along the ground. Now, that sounds like I'm making this up, but it was, honestly, there was a few shots that I had with him where they were just daisy cutters. So, <laughs> like he was cutters. placing them. So, 
basically Teddy Sheringham is such a, a thoughtful a player that he was out, he was <laughs> yeah. out thinking the guy that was controlling him. Uh, he was like, "Yo, I what he was thinking." He's like, "Not to smash the ball." <laughs> I see what you want us to do, but I'm going to do this instead. And just just hear me out. <laughs> Ted Wood Sheringham. Eh? <laughs> Hitchcliffe was okay. Was he? Hinchcliffe, Hitchcliffe. Was he fast as fuck? He wasn't as fast as fuck, no. Oh, Tim Cobb, you said he was fast. He was fast, uh-huh. but like he wasn't fast as fuck, which is like a higher classification. That's quite fast. Speed. That's really fast. Yeah, that's know. like, you know, I've got a feeling high, high speeds. After this episode, we're probably going to get a message from him saying, oh, shit. I didn't mean Andy Hinchcliffe. <laughs> it was someone. There's someone completely different. His star system isn't high. Like right, he's, okay. he's pretty low on that. My highest win with his team, and this is telling, was four two against Turkey. Oh, hang so, on. So you play. You beat Turkey six nil with Chris's team, but it was four two against Turkey with. Yes, yes. See, I do fucking listen. You I do, do listen. Uh, you do. So is this a World Cup again? Yeah. His face, <laughs> His face was a picture there. Yeah. So essentially, I would say. Um, essentially, essential, essential. Chris's sorry. team was more attackive. Okay. It was like, but also it was the first time out with with each of these teams, and there's a lot of parallels. Mm-hmm. You know, they've used some of the same play, teams, uh, players. I think I'll I will use some of the players recommended mm-hmm. going forward. The end, because I've only played one season, so we'll end this. So that was the end of this season, mm-hmm. and I and I qualified. <gasps> Just, I came second Oof. of my group. And this is the little uh, memo I got from my president. Oh, the president. If Hang on, now, you said this, is this a president of... <laughs> it doesn't stipulate. The president of the United Kingdoms. It could be the president of the universe, I don't know. <laughs> the president of time, because that's he, fitting. Yeah. He says, an up and down season rot, that's my name, rot blood in the game. An up and down season rot, we all hope you can improve in this in the near future. Future, because it's a kind of time thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's pretty ambiguous. Well, it's a bit shit, though. Like, because yeah. I came second, I still qualified. Did he, it might be funny if you went. I did notice that you, you made quite drastic changes oh, for yeah. seven of the game. <laughs> what was that about exactly? And Andy Hitchcock. <laughs> really? Hinchy? <laughs> was he a mate at school or something? In closing, um, so I'm in the Euros next season, yet to play it. Yep. But the group A that I'm in, it's Croatia, myself, Russia and Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia? Yeah. Now, hang on. Croatia? Right. Right. Okay. Uh, just Were you gonna go? Ah, they're not like in the Euros. Well, we know just because Yugoslavia is made up was made up of uh, Montenegro, Serbia, uh, Bosnia, and stuff like that. And I, for some reason, thought Croatia was part of Yugoslavia as well, um, but it mustn't have been. So uh, yeah, that's why I, I was got confused because I thought like Croatia wasn't its own country for until. Some After of the thing, Yugoslavia broke up, but it mustn't have been part of it ever. Some of the things we're finding out about Central Soccer, they might have actually got that wrong. Yeah, very possibly. <laughs> like, fucking hell. Will I keep U- Teddy Eurasia sharing them? Versus... No, I won't. Uh, sorry, say again? <laughs> Will I keep Teddy sharing them? No, I won't. No. <laughs> he's going. He's too... Uh, he's outthought you and you don't like that. You I don't didn't like... like <laughs> yeah, I like to be in control at all yeah. times. I didn't like the way he was like, no, mate. Yeah. I like it when I when I press a button on a computer game. <laughs> I like the, the sprite to not think for itself and yeah. actually do what I, I want. I go, oh, you know what? 
Even you were pushing to the left. It should have went down the centre, man. Call me old-fashioned. What was weird, though, right, is I took three penalties with him. Uh, uh, there was a game, there was a match where I was taking three penalties. Don't tell us he just refused to kick it. <laughs> no, not two of them. He just slotted them in. And yeah. uh, again, I, I'm not, uh, this sounds like a joke, but I was pressing the fucking button like uh-huh. as hard as I could in the corner and he was just slotting them in. Uh-huh. And the third one, I was like, I'd got me phone out to, to film it. Right. And I pressed it, and he smashed it down the middle. What's that about? Is he yeah, out it's... thinking this? I'm scared of Terry's general. No. I think, I think they've they've programmed him <laughs> deliberately to be, to be like, like super fucking intelligent. Maybe he's the Miles Dyson of Sensi Sock, Sensi Socks, Sensi Socks. Fantastic. Another wonderful update, Ross. Thank you. As always. I mean, they just get better and better. Oh, well, that's a pressure. Yeah, you see, I thought last week was sort of the peak, but it was just different, wasn't it? (laughs) It wasn't better, Ross. It wasn't better. I will come to this analysing what just happened 50 seconds ago. It's kind of like this is sort of an insight into the conversation that we would have, uh, like because there was a third person involved at afterwards we talk about it and you say so did you like it what was it like did you enjoy it and i say well it wasn't it's not that it was better than when it's just us two it was just different i never say get, that by the way <laughs> listeners did you get but the, just like do you understand I, the euphemism there i, I do is but it, it's wrong yeah it's just uncomfortable isn't it because it's just the two because ultimately it's just us two sitting in a room looking at each other Making, yeah, his eyes are shifting. His eyes are shifting. You just got to hope that people are actually listening to this. I know. <laughs> well, we'll move on to the final bit of this episode, which is your favourite bit. The end. The end. <laughs> Woo! Ross, we made it to the end of the first part. End of episode, oh, sorry, end of part 100. Yeah, me uh, future selves came back to tell us that that's quite a long one. Yeah. I apologise to listeners. Or oh, oh, if you enjoyed it, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm going to say to the listener, um, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you complain about all this free content? How dare you? Yeah. Listen to bite-sized chunks. Granted, the game and news segment, you can't, you can't break that up. Maybe get the Rocksmith Challenge. Take a break. <laughs> Come back yeah. Hit a wall. <laughs> um, the second part. Now, it's all about time travel. Non-stop time travel stuff. Yeah. So, now, I don't know if you've ever done this yourself, but I want to test. I want to, I want to set a, a little challenge or test to see if I, myself, will ever actually time travel. Okay. So, I hereby declare that if I should ever time travel... I will visit us during the recording of the second part of this podcast right. with a message from the future. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm going to test it. I'm saying it now. Who knows what will happen? Didn't Harry happen? Houdini say that if he died and there's an afterlife, he would come back and tell all about it if he could find a way? Oh, really? And he never did. Oh, well, there you go. Fucking Harry Houdini. Uh, <laughs> fucking Harry God. Nothing but disappointment from Houdini, yeah? Lock himself in a box and that. But your Freud had a, a lot of fun.
diagnosing those issues. Unpacking that box. Ooh. Anyway, shouldn't we we'll be ending this? Yeah. Goodbye, listeners. Yeah, that's a nice way to end it. And also a nice way to end it is to say goodbye, listeners. <laughs> yeah, bye, listeners. Bye, bye. See you in part two when we talk about time travel. <laughs>